Welcome, Brett. Welcome, Gabriella, with one L to the show. Episode 496. Muchas gracias. <laughs> I mean, we're getting close to the 500th show. Oh, yeah. What are we going to do? Oh, no. Probably nothing. What do you think we should do, <laughs> guest Gabriella, for the 500th episode of Puke in the Gang slash Portman show? Well, we're getting close to Christmas, so I'm checking out this catalog of German ornaments. <laughs> what? <laughs> German ornaments? So... Okay. Maybe um, all the fans need to think about what they can do to celebrate uh, Christmas and also to celebrate Portman Show's 500 episode coming up. I am face to feces here. So let's see if it's 97, 98, 99, 500, right? It's going to fall pretty close to, well, it's going to be in November. It's going to be in November. It's not even going to make it to Thanksgiving. Yeah. So, uh, not quite, okay. But we'll it's just, the season. We, yeah, what we can do is just skip 500 until Christmas. So we'll do 501 and five, and then no. 500. 499A, 499B, 499C. See how long we can drag that out. How about a great big uh, meetup party? Ah, we've done that. And? So we did that for episode you... 100 and that was enough. Oh, yeah. You know what? Fat little gay lords at home, how about this? You make episode 500. <laughs> I like that. That's you know nice. what? You you pick your favorite puke in the gang slash Portman show bit from all time. Oh yeah. You reenact it by yourself. You do different voices. You record every phone has a good enough recorder now. So oh, yeah. you do your own personal tribute to what your greatest moment from the show is. You have fucking thousands to pick from. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. That would be that would be interesting to see what people pick. I made my audience make my five hundred their final That's episode. True. Very much. <laughs> you made them. Wasn't even you. all of them. They're like, yeah, give a speech about the end of your show, and I was like, you know what? I'll just have the people here yeah, give it. Turn it over to you. Yeah. So people love that. I, how do you feel about that? I mean, I'm fine with that. I mean, that's less work for me. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> although then I'd have to download them. So, how do we start promoting it then? Because well, promotion is always a big d- thing ooh. you got to do. You know? Yeah. Let's start an online treasure hunt where people have to find clues on the on the internet at different locations, and then just send me an email at contact portmanshow dot com, and that's how that's how you can submit that. <laughs> so that's part one. Yeah. Part three is the skit they do. Yeah. So what's in the middle there? I don't quite follow. Uh, profit. Okay. Yeah. That sounds good, too. That's how we'll do it. Yeah. I don't know. We could do a fall theme, like the fall of Portman Show. Oh. Episode 500. 
I don't know. How would you do a fall theme in audio, though? Fall is kind of a visual thing. Or we could just have uh, crows in the background and crows. the sound of crunchy leaves. The entire episode is just crows every once in a while going, Miss Gabriella, you yeah. missed all our crow content, but we I did quite did. a bit of it. That was inspired by her mom, by the way. Her mom sent me crow articles after I mentioned that I like crows. Yeah. And so we read, we still have some to read, but we read all these crow articles about how smart crows are and how they hold yeah. grudges against people. So I Can't like stop a thinking crow about that. theme. I do like a crow theme for the show. Portman Crow. You know that what? Probably ours already, it, well, it was how a, would that be? I'm sure you said, said that already. last yes. thing. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's great. Portman Crow. So, port, so you did, you know what? There's a lot of things I have to check back into uh, as a... As a uh, yeah, to check out what Detective. right? To, Sorry, I'm muted. I want to, I want to, I want to hear this part about the crows again. So you'll have to point me to that that part of the episode uh, to listen to. You bet. Um, yeah. So yeah. we'll listen to the last month of Portman Show on the way home. No, from yeah, Butler. No, that's too X, much. At three X speed. No, I, <laughs> you'll you know find what? I've, it. So I've tried, you guys, to listen to you guys, and I, I pretty much so far I've only been able to listen to it on one and a half. Even two like is slow? too much. Yeah, t- mm. I I can't catch it. I mean, I'm. The oh yeah, because we have that jokes needs... that are going on really fast. So you gotta go. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta... Oh my god, we probably sound so witty at one point five. <laughs> hey, puke. Uh, Brad, what have going? Uh, let's see. How many times? Now you're really gonna, get gonna to... mess it up for those people. Daddy, you gotta talk faster because I was into a bar. <laughs> if you're listening to the podcast, you're gonna miss everything. Like the joke, right here. Oh man, that was a great joke. Oh my god, it's the best. A guy walks into a bar with jumper cables around his neck. Bartender says, "I can chew gum as hard as I want." Right now, uh, uh, yes. <laughs> but a guy walks into a bar with jumper cables around his neck. He says, "Hey, I'll have a beer." The bartender goes, well, "I think I'm just talking louder. <laughs> I think yeah, I'm just are. being louder." That's why I can chew loud. <laughs> I think I'm just yelling and pretending that's like compensating for speed. That's not a bad idea. I kind of like that where we should record an episode and I'll speed up the file ahead of time. So that then when people, if they play it at two x, it's just going to be complete like uh, what was that? The Micro Machines guy. <laughs> Those would be fucking gibberish. I love it. People tell me like, oh yeah, I listen to your podcast at 1.7x. I go, wow, Ugh. you must think I'm a genius. Can you listen <laughs> it too? I can only listen at one and a half. It depends on what it is. I'll yeah. edit I'll edit it too. Yeah. Uh, I do production work for some other people and I can usually play their stuff at two. two yeah, it speed. depends on, some people, they talk slow and yeah, it's mm-hmm. crazy. Like if you're used to listening to, I'll do uh, one and a half to 1.7x. Usually mm-hmm. it's 1.7. Um, and you get used to that cadence of people talking. They sound super smart, and then for whatever reason, like sometimes you're like, "Oh, I can't quite pay attention to this," so you slow it down, and they're like talking like they're mm. retarded. Mm. You're like, that, "Holy yeah. shit!" Your brain gets used to the speed at which people are spewing out this information. Yeah, that's true. You do get used to it for so sure. Podcast listening tips from a professional podcaster mm-hmm. um, depends on what you're listening for. Right. So if you're listening yeah. for enjoyment, you just kind of want to get through it. Like, hey, I wonder what so and so's take was on this thing. Like Adam Carolla, right? You could probably listen to that at I do. 1.8, I do 1.7. Yeah, no problem. Um, it also depends on how fast the person normally talks. Mm-hmm. That's a, a consideration. Yeah. Ben Shapiro can get hard sometimes mm-hmm. to listen to, sped up. Um, but most podcasts, if they are informational based or like, Sometimes comedy shows I didn't like listening to higher speed because then you lose like you the, lose the nuance the, the nuance and the cadence of like mm-hmm. a joke. Mm-hmm. But most everything I just listen to. 
sped up. I've done that. Right to home. Wouldn't you like to do that with your f- people you know sometimes? Yeah. And that, <laughs> like me? Yeah. No, no. I like. Absolutely. You, you know who you remind me of? Elon Musk. Right? <laughs> what? Because what? you are. Hey, I have something to say. It's important. And if it takes seven minutes, oh you'll fucking sit there and wait. That is great. I think that is, I, I think that shows poise and relaxation. And like, hey, I just don't give a fuck. Yeah, I know. Right? And that is a style that I admire. So have we ever been on a podcast together and you're taking a long time to say something? Yeah. And I go, uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> she said, yeah. yeah. But in normal life, oh man, uh, take your time. That's as far as I'm concerned. I love that. And that was actually, I liked Elon Musk. Kind on, of. On for, like what? I admired that because I was watching and I was like, dude, fucking say whatever you're trying to say. Like your <laughs> IQ must be 175. You know what's in there. Just get it out. Yeah. But I actually, I like that presentation style. Yeah. Uh, I like to imagine. That, my time. Yeah. Mm. That uh, while he is talking, he's doing long division in his head. And that's why he can't get out his oh, thoughts. Interesting. Because he's got like three fucking processors going at once. But I don't know. Or he's just super autistic and not very good at public speaking, which also seems to be uh, I think that good, is a good issue. Yeah, because you gave him a lot of credit with that other one for sure. I've listened to him interviewed a few times and like he definitely is a obviously I mean, obviously he's a smart guy and everything, but he does have a, uh, you know, people learn have their skills and his skill set is not public speaking. Mm-hmm. If you watch any of his like reveals of Tesla cars and stuff, like mm-hmm. it's a disaster. Mm. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. But, mm. but on like Joe Rogan, when he's being interviewed, you know, you, you just speed it up and then it's all right. Yeah. Yeah. That mm-hmm. Lex Friedman, that little weird Russian robot guy. Uh, I listen to him. Yeah. He doesn't give a fuck. About he speed. His time. He takes yeah. his time. Oh, I, I, never heard I listen him. to that bitch 2X. <laughs> Sam Harris. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I don't know that I've ever listened to his show. He takes yeah. his time. Yeah, he yeah. does. Hmm. I like listen. Yeah, I like listening to him or things like that. Just like a regular interest level. I guess if I just want to get through things quicker or want to get some kind of content yeah. there's, that's very intense. But I, I generally prefer to be more easygoing with my listening yeah. if possible. Well, it also depends on how much you listen to as well. Because sometimes oh, you yeah. just have so much podcast content to listen to that you're like i gotta get through all this shit otherwise i'm I'm gonna get uh you know you get behind do you listen to favorite shows oh yeah yeah are you able to at work much absolutely oh great i uh probably listen to geez i don't know i bet i listen to like three or four hours worth of podcast a day do you have to read while you're doing that though oh no like when i'm doing work that i have to think about then i i'm not listening to a podcast yeah yeah yeah, you you can't concentrate some people seem to be able to do that. I think they think they can concentrate. Thank but I, you. Thank you. I know that, uh, like, you can go to uh, uh, science centers or science museums, and they'll have exhibits. I've been to at least two where mm-hmm. they have this thing where, like, they have a little booth where, you, like, you try to listen to two conversations at once and mm-hmm. then do a little test, and, like, you can't fucking, like, oh. your brain can't listen to both of those conversations at once. I don't know if I've done that test. I've done those ones where you look and you try to write with both hands, and it kind of shows oh, you how your brain works. <laughs> I can't. Uh, I can barely write with one hand, so two would be right out of the question. Oh, speaking of crows, remember the aviary is open today for free. But anyone, ah! anyone who wanted to go, yeah, it's done now. Anybody <laughs> watching us live in the north side of it's Pittsburgh? It's done now, anyway. Oh shit! 
Oh, oh yeah. hey, they found their bird. Oh, Did we oh, talked yeah. about Cody. I forgot to talk. Did you talk about that on here? We did not talk about that on Portman Show. Yeah. The biggest story of our, and we are Pittsburgh's premier comedy podcast. Yes. So we should be hitting <laughs> yeah. Up yeah. on All the some local of beats. the, yeah, the local news. So as Pittsburgh's premier comedy podcast, a fucking <laughs> eagle, some kind of weird eagle. Yeah, it was, uh, I looked him up. I forget what it was called, but it was like sea eagle, some shit. It's from fucking China. Like China, Japan, Korea, that part of the Pacific Ocean is where those birds live. And motherfucker just got out. I haven't I, heard how he got out. Did anybody reveal that? Was somebody fired? Were they smuggling him? <laughs> no, but we could certainly get into that and get the people who are now concerned about Pittsburgh aviary news, <laughs> the the update on that. So I see the picture of this thing. You think an eagle, right? Majestic, fucking America, eagle, that kind yeah. of a thing. So this picture shows up. And I was like, that's kind of a shitty, e it looked like a kid in an e like a shitty eagle costume. <laughs> what? It was all like lopsided and disheveled. Wait, that's not it. That's it. not him. That's him. But there's probably uh, better pictures somewhere. Yeah, it just looked like the picture that I saw, it looked like a stupid cartoon eagle like Halloween costume. And I was like, oh, I thought this was a real story. It is not a, it, this Kodiak the bird, might, that might, that! No, Look at him. <laughs> he looks like it looks like he's real silly. There's a picture where he's like on the ground and somebody must have gotten near him. But yeah, that that looks like a goofy uh, like goofy. fake bird. So he is apparently some kind of sea eagle. What we might call around here a seagull. A seagull. <laughs> but right, he's like some kind of special eagle. He's not your typical strong majestic type eagle. Yeah, let's He's see. He's some kind sounds... of weird little guy. He's a Stellar's sea eagle. Yeah, okay, Stellar's, Stellar's sea eagle. Stellar's. What's that mean, Stellar? Stellar's. Like he's like amazing. No, it says Stellar's with an apostrophe, so probably some dude, oh. some white guy was on a boat and he's like, "That's my fucking bird. I'm naming it. I'm yeah, Stellar's." Like Aspergers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. And all the Asian people are like, "We called it something different." And they're like, "I'm white. Fuck you." Mm. Probably Portugal. I'm gonna I'm gonna bet a guy from Portugal saw it first and said mm -hmm. this is my eagle now. But yeah, it's it's uh, a <laughs> apparently it was a big enough story that it made uh, like national news at one point. And I was driving into Pittsburgh today and there was a billboard that said thank you like just to people driving by, I guess, because people were reporting, you know really there sightings of this bird. And so wow. the National Aviary put out billboards saying thank you to the people of Pittsburgh. Wow. With their binoculars. That's timely. That's. Did you see the video of them catching it? Well, so that's what I was going to... Can we rely, at this point, in the year fucking 2021, can we finally rely on a Legacy Media's video player on their website? <laughs> Maybe. I mean, you can give it a try, but who knows if that, that play button actually plays a video. Because uh, Oh, that one looks like it links oh, to YouTube. Oh, look at that. So this is on work. YouTube, so it'll actually work. All right, here is the capture. All right, there is a man. He's got a net, and he's got him. <laughs> wow. I uh, so <laughs> let's watch the news story and kind of turn over maybe some of the commentary to a professional. I just started screaming into the microphone, and no one could see what so I was this talking is, this about. This is obviously in a housing plan, and there's a guy around the corner of a house with a big ass net, like those big butterfly nets they would chase uh, chase uh, insane asylum people with in the 30s. And uh, he just comes rushing around the edge of this house, and he chucks something at the bird. And then he gets him with the net. So watch. He's, he's got 
like two things in his hand. Right. And he comes around, he's like, ah, and he distracts the bird by chucking something else at its face. Who's that other guy? Is he from the aviary, huh? With no, he's sweatshirt? probably a hobo. He's going for lunch. He's like, I'm going to eat that bird. Uh, yeah, right. Sure. I heard that they were professional falconers. Oh, yes, there is such a thing. Yeah, Yeah. falconers. So we'll call that thing that he throws the Confederate. (laughs) He's like, hey, this is a lady. (laughs) The Confederate. Stellar's sea eagle. Here she comes. And he goes, ooh. And then fucking net. wonder what's so special about it being there. I that's what I was thinking like what do you mean about it being there hanging out there yeah exactly well I mean the special part is they were able to corner him I guess well okay but how smart is Kodiak if this is where he hangs out so you are (laughs) on the ground you are in a city of beautiful sights and architecture bonus you have wings and you can fly around (laughs) above it all and he's just sitting in a driveway in like a cookie cutter suburban vinyl siding. I mean, those are nice houses, sure, but uh, they kind of look nice. But yeah, it's, it's just like boring. A, it's your typical shitty housing plan of like it's not row historical house kind of in the sense of yeah. It wasn't like wouldn't it be amazing if he was on the top of the UPMC like the USS Steel Building and some guy had to fucking. Sh- like base jump off of it to, gonna, to get him with the net. Like the bird goes to fly away and the guy base jumps, nets the bird, and then pulls his ripcord and parachutes down on Grant Street. He clearly needs a media. Con- Mayor uh, Peduto's down there with a advisor. sash for him. Somebody to help him out. Because, I mean, if he was going to do it, you sh- you'd, ri- you'd think he'd want to do it right, right? Right, you know? Well, right. The, the bird right. had a six-foot wingspan. So the right, a, a bold man. And I like the bird at the top of uh, PPG, which is, if you're listening at home, stop sitting there mm. and just Google PPG <laughs> Plaza Pittsburgh, okay? And you will see a beautiful kind of Gothic-styled glass building, entirely made of glass, pretty much. Um, or, it, well, I mean, there's other stuff in the inside, but the but exterior the is glass. all pretty much glass, yeah. <laughs> This whole building's glass. You want to go in? But it's not going to shatter. They did it in a way, you know. But that would be amazing if, yeah, the supports were just like 62-foot-wide pillars of glass Mm. instead of steel. Mm. Well, we have the steel building, and then we have the glass building. And this one's made out of jello. So the glass (laughs) building has these really cool, like, Gotham City-style tips on it. Yeah. Tits on it. Yeah. Tits, well, for a building. Tits. It's got a lot of tits, then. It's got like eight of them. <laughs> that would have been cool if they would have made him look like tips. Tits at the tits. top. <laughs> tits at the top. Tit tops. But yeah, that Tit would that tops. would make a hell of a, a scene for a movie. How has that building not been in more movies? That's what it I want to know. It has been in some. It needs to be in more. You know about it's movies? The best building. That, well, I'm sure it's in the... <laughs> you, the, the building have you that, heard of these moving pictures? That Well, have you seen <laughs> the Russell Crowe? Wife Goes to Jail movie? Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't think so. Oh, we must have talked about it on the show. Do you remember what it's called, G? Oh. Russell Crowe's wife. Ah, Crow. Is, fa- <laughs> is fame framed. It's a really weird. Yeah, is framed or is like, or anyway, I shouldn't give too much away. She goes to jail at the Pittsburgh jail. The next three days? The next yes. three days. Russell Crowe wants to break her out. Right? Okay. So the whole, the city of Pittsburgh becomes a character in this film because it's like such an interesting landscape and the jail is so hard to escape from. Yeah. And uh, he winds up on the Highland Park Bridge. Oh. Which we've uh, definitely talked mm -hmm. about. Yeah. Everything but McKnight Road in Ah, this movie. Everything but McKnight Road. Road. (laughs) Uh, I can't believe I haven't heard about this this, uh, 
Pittsburgh-based movie. Yeah, if you love Pittsburgh, he surely looks like he's in a tunnel there on the cover. Brett, you told me yeah. about it when you'd watched it. I think, we, did you watch it with Andrew? I think or? Andrew and I watched it. And then I watched it because like you had just watched because yeah. you had just watched it. So I watched it because I wanted to see what you were amazed at as far as the scenes. It was a pretty good movie. Yeah. Yeah. With a lot of great scenes <laughs> yeah, in neighborhoods. You, well, have you guys seen uh, the Netflix movie that came out recently called like uh, Bad Girl or whatever the fuck? No. It has Jason Momoa in it. Oh, Did I we heard not talk about, about that. It? Maybe you guys weren't we, on the show then. No, I do remember. Yeah, that is a great movie that features Pittsburgh. Like it's a it's a movie that actually takes place in Pittsburgh. It's not like what's it called again? I'll put it in there. Uh, Bad Baby Girl Goes to Jail. Jason Momoa. I don't know. I gotta look it up. <laughs> Right. It'd be great if you still have that news story. I'm not trying to give you too many things to do, but if you have the Kodiak, uh, not the capture with where I have to make the audio, mm -hmm. but the local uh, news uh, people talking about the story, I would I would love to hear that. And I know like all the Pittsburgh fans and the Eagle fans in the audience would probably we could we could try the Post Gazette. The Post -Gazette. I mean, we'll see if they'll play a video for us. There's well, the this bird. looks like an interview with a aviary lady. Oh, this is going to be boring. I really blew it. <laughs> oh, I'm not finding. This is it week called has Sweet been Girl? incredibly challenging and stressful for all of us. Yeah, that's super boring. <gasps> probably, I don't know. Like, I'm not a, I'm not a real. Like, I don't watch the news, so I don't even know what the fucking news. Channels. Play it for a second. She might it? be injecting a little extra drama. And, and Gabriella and I have a story about that. Highlighted the unbelievable commitment and compassion um, that our staff have. Uh, for our animals here and for bringing Cody home safely. He is doing well. He is doing well and seems to be content to be back. He's resting and he's How enjoying you know? fresh meals I of know, meat and really? fish from a temporary habitat while his primary habitat is being repaired. I mean, it is emotional. People don't realize how much we care and love these birds. Each bird, like people might see a flock of our birds in the tropical forest or in one of our habitats. If no one cries in this video, like, I'm never oh, reading the Post Gazette birds. again. Not for us. She might. For us that work with these animals, we know them on an individual basis. Like they're all individuals This lady's nuts. <laughs> and we care for them. We will do anything for them. Um, and just, yeah, it was, it's been very hard. <laughs> you know, we just want to make sure that all of our animals are able to thrive here and have the best of everything. Like, she has way too much passion for this whole bird shit. Well, she might like, not we have can children see her face. or other things. Oh, I can tell you that, but it's just yeah. based on looking at her. Yeah. <laughs> the birds are her children. <laughs> and that's, that's what we want to do. That's always our goal, is to have them all have the best life possible. And we can do that, and we can provide that, and we know that, and we take it really seriously. I agree. You Wouldn't know what? If you're going to have a place with a whole bunch of birds... What I mean, you do want people that are going to care, honestly, and have the best life for the. Wait yes. a I don't know about that. How do you have a best life for a bird when it's in a jail? True, that's what some vegans would say. The caged robin doesn't sing, or whatever the fuck that phrase is. The caged bird. Yeah, it doesn't sing or something. Sings. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure that they take very good care of the birds, but uh, I bet, like, why did he escape if it was so fucking great? You know. Things happen. People don't escape jails if they love it there. That's I mean, why I wanted to know if there was some intrigue around this. Mm. Is there a vegan? Right. You know, I know. Like, tried I know. To, who tried got one free. of these blue shirts that this lady <laughs> is wearing, right? That says National Aviary on it. And went in there and just let Cody go. Just flew the coop. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. <laughs> the movie that I was talking about is called Sweet Girl. Yes, I just up. was going to okay, say. So go. I just got it uh, on there. So we'll have to watch that, Brett. Love to. It's good. Yeah. Uh, it features a lot of Pittsburgh. And there was some controversy, though, where I read an article where they... There's a scene in the movie, it's like right at the beginning where they show this, where Jason Momoa's character jumps from the roof of PNC Park into the river. And uh, one of the local like newspapers, or it was like the Trib or something, which I don't know if you call that a newspaper or just like one of these local like zines. I think it's a newspaper. Okay. They call it a more conservative newspaper compared okay. to the Post-Gazette. But it was one of those. It was it was like and you know, it wasn't like the newspaper that does all the news, is the like more much more locally focused newspaper. Yes, very local. Yeah. And and they tried to calculate it out that he would have to be doing like sixty miles an hour to fucking jump from the roof. Because it's it's like fifty yards or some shit from the roof of PNC Park to the river. So well, they yeah. say don't try it. So that's what they're worried about, the don't try it thing. Oh yeah, I'm sure well, they did he <laughs> did he use a stuntman or did he do it? Do you know? Was no, it was computer generated. Oh, it was all computer generated. Oh, yeah. never mind. Okay. Yeah, yeah, the movie they didn't actually do it like for real in the movie, but in the movie his character jumps from the roof into the river, and well, it's not possible for a person to do that. Uh, speaking of that, Brett had mentioned that we had seen some a lot of movies this week. We uh, we went to a drive-in. I I took us to a drive-in on Friday, drive-in yes. movie theater. Wow, so that was fun. That was a lot of fun. That's uh, man, I haven't been to a drive-in since I was probably. Ten or some shit. You're there are some compromises in yeah. snacks. I would say no. They had hot <laughs> peanuts and shells. They did. They had dots. Do you know about dots? I've had a dot. Yeah, dots are good with popcorn. They had popcorn at reasonable sizes and I believe it's... reasonable prices. I think all our snacks were like fifteen dollars. <laughs> That's because we're in Cambria County. Yeah, and we were in Cambria County, which yeah. is way out in east east of here. Yeah, I don't even I haven't even heard of that county. Final word on Bird Lady, who got interviewed there. Eric doesn't let the chat down. He says she's over Bird and with emotion. <laughs> oh, yeah, so nice. Good. So good. Very nice. nice. So good. So, uh, yeah. So, why the reason why I wanted to watch that clip was it seemed like she was injecting a little extra emotion, that woman at the beginning. This mm -hmm. lady, I, she's a true believer. Sure. I yeah, believe she's, her. Yeah. That uh, she's a worker. I think the first lady is probably like an administrator. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All full of shit. Yeah. All full of shit. Exactly. Like yeah. administrators yeah. are. Mm. Of everything. Smell my shit. Nice. Oh, boy. <laughs> no. So yesterday. So anyway, the world can sleep. Kodiak's been returned. Mm -hmm. Speaking of. Wait, is this bird related? or No, go ahead. It's death related. We see a video. This is a new subject. We see a video mm -hmm. where somebody's maybe adding a little extra emotion. They're taking their role too seriously. Okay. Yesterday, we're on our way back from Cambria County. Cambria County, excuse me. And we stop... Cambria. Uh, what is the place we stopped called? The Johnstown National Flood Memorial. But oh. what's the location? It's in South Fork, PA, which is the exact spot of where it happened, which I think is kind of nice compared to just going to the end spot of what is known. Which is the horrible Johnstown? Yes. But do you know what happened to the poor people of Johnstown? I do. I've seen a documentary and shit. 
That's um, what we want. No, was it made during probably, the New Deal? He probably didn't see that one. See what? You, yeah, see I what I didn't tell you, Brett, is that everyone goes on about the legit documentary that won awards, and that one is played at the more at the museum downtown, and okay. it's just boring, right? It's a regular movie. This one, we know, is like this woman. It is a true believer. Yeah. Well. <laughs> So we're going to transition from uh, Pittsburgh enthusiasts in the audience to Jonestown enthusiasts, Jonestown? which is a town where, where they all killed themselves with <laughs> yeah, Kool-Aid. Jonestown. Wait, what did I? John's. Jonestown. Sorry. Jonestown. South Africa. Got to get my South. Nikes and my Kool-Aid. All right, Jonestown <laughs> is Ride next. That I, to I hell. have theories about Jonestown. Obviously, it was <laughs> MK Ultra. But they also uh, talk about Millville in that movie, but just not the same as the Millvale. Isn't that interesting? Right. Yeah. So there's this Johnstown, PA, mm-hmm. where in 1896, 1889, 1889, even earlier, Friday, <laughs> Black Friday. Yeah. Uh, they had like a 9 11 scale event. Yes. Like 2,000 people died not 9.6 miles, 14 miles up river from downtown Johnstown where okay. the flood hit, right? This, but South Fork, it's called? South Fork, the South Fork Dam. Where they have this fancy-ass 19th century hunting and fishing club mm-hmm. for the Fricks and the Carnegie types. Mm-hmm. And they took uh, what was a river and dammed it, right? So it becomes a reservoir. But then they don't maintain the dam and they don't, uh, well, you know, they don't maintain the dam. Everybody gets what that's all yeah, about. Yeah, it was an know, earthen dam, dam correct? Earthen, yes, exactly. So that just means they put a pile of dirt in front of this river and they said, good enough. Pretty much. That'll never fail. Right. <laughs> so yeah. one day it fails. Yeah. Pretty quickly. I mean, it was like a heavy kind of a rain situation. The dam breaks, and there's all these little, what do they call them? Hamlets? Is that a, like yeah, a they town did, by a river? Yeah, they did say that, yeah. Like hamlets. a little hamlet of a but town. That, at that time, they called yeah, it that. Yeah, because in 1889, a town was just like five people and a yeah. mule. Yep. And there was a railroad that goes along mm-hmm. the river. Do you, sure. Do you know about why railroad tracks are always along the river? I have a couple theories. But... Uh, well, yeah, my theory is that it's uh, fairly flat land. It's low. Mm. It's not a, there's no mountains mm. to go over. Because the river ain't going up a mountain, mm, so right. it's all kind of you know flattish or downhillish. So I bet it's easy to uh, put tracks next to it. Okay, and then all the towns are next to the river too, because they have mills that are run off of water wheels. Right, and then you want to fish and piss into that river. <laughs> that's that's, I don't that's think what that's rivers that are important. in that order. You fish first, piss second. Mm. Otherwise, oh. you get fish piss. <laughs> well, piss fish. <laughs> yeah, piss, piss fish. fish. Yeah, hold on, I need a pen. Fish Write it down. Uh, yeah, oh, I've been to, I've been to a few places fish. in this state on rivers. There's a lot of rivers and a lot of history. Well, that Lake Connemaw was, it's not, it's not, there's nothing there, but they, it was man, man-made. They said it was one of the biggest ones known in the country at the time. And that they, hmm. they lowered when there was a dam there already. Right. So when the fishing and hunting club got there, they wanted to, let carriages go across it which is what also made it it was just a convenience and something they wanted 
so that's what made also the water rise higher, I guess. Right? Or well, they did they lower the top of the dam so yes. that then less yeah. water could be behind okay. it. Yep, and right. Also made making less overall dam. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So these rich yeah. fucks cut down the dam to get to their hunting lodge. Right. Mm-hmm. To make a road. Right. Okay. So let's see. Piss fish railroad tracks. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> So I agree with what you're saying. Like, yeah, all the towns are there. I also thought maybe it's because that was the best, like, mapped area. Like, rivers were mapped. Oh, so yeah. if you built next to the river, you'd know where the tracks are going. Because sometimes it's like tracks, rivers are kind of windy sometimes. So mm-hmm. do you really want to make yeah. all that windy track? And then the third reason. I mean, that's not a bad theory because the first people that explored just got on a canoe and said, where are we going? <laughs> and they drew that river. Yeah. So it was, you know, they knew where that was. The other thing I was thinking, back in the old locomotive days, fire. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Real. If you're just, you know. These coal trains are probably, you know, <clears throat> puffing out sparks all the time out of their smokestacks. If you're just railing through the woods, not near any water, and you get a coal fire. Yep. Can water put out coal fire? No, I'm thinking of uh, grease fires. Yeah. Don't we'll use go. water. Use flour. Okay, well, flour? I don't know that the coal would catch yeah, on. Like, the coal would probably catch on fire because that's what it does but you know maybe the uh if the trees caught on fire then the fire wouldn't get across the river so it would be a natural fire break mm-hmm. but uh yeah i don't know i imagine they probably burned down quite a few fires if you go to any of these old towns these hamlets uh, i've been to a few like i think it was called oil city oh, or yeah. something like that mm-hmm. uh it was hilarious because they were like it's the it was this spot where there was like coal and oil and at one point, it was this huge, bustling town of just crazy fucking, like, oil people. Uh, you know, like, uh, roughnecks and such, pumping out oil. But it was great, because every exhibit was like, here's where this building stood. It burned down in 18-whatever. And then you go to the next little plaque, and it's like, here's where the bank was. It burned down in 1870. And then you go to the next plaque, and it's like, this building burned down in 1871. Right, <laughs> Like, yeah. every building burned down <laughs> at some point. Uh so, yeah, back in the day, fire was a real bitch. Yeah, that was after the Chicago. They started making things out of metal. Before that, wood yeah, was fine. Everything was wood. Well, you know, gas lamps, gas literally, like like the little... What blows my mind is that houses and buildings had gas pumped through pipes to burn out of a lamp, right? So it's just spewing gas into your house, and then you light it on fire for light yeah and that was you know before electricity so it's like jesus christ no wonder all these fucking places burned down (laughs) yeah that was a real concern then before that you had probably everybody probably had you know uh oil lamps candles Mm -hmm. scary times but yeah i mean this uh johnstown thing was really quite an ordeal and i had no idea i mean you hear about a flood and you go oh yeah that's terrible like you think, well, you, uh, yeah you picture like uh it rains and the water comes up slowly yeah i don't think that you you probably haven't seen this particular film um it, it is borderline makes you wonder now uh a little bit of a propaganda propaganda it feels like it's 35 minutes long and okay. uh, it starts it's very like artistically made it has a lot of uh clips from movies at the end that they, it's used because it makes you wonder like where do they get these images yeah and it's told in it uh like first person where this man with a very great voice narrates and he starts with when i walk these dead valleys <laughs> he goes through a great he's so emo okay he's so, so emo, emo. Yeah. and he's just like 
sometimes when the rains come and I stand in the graveyard of Johnstown, I hear the voices. I feel the vibration in the earth as these voices are almost (laughs) crying out for justice. Yes, for real. And they're pain and agony. It's great for Halloween. No, is this... this, jump to the end of the story is this because they blame the aristocrats and their their not club or whatever not directly they're not letting them off the hook it's not like oh all these guys 14 miles up river were cool and doing nothing wrong it seem like the focus right it seems like drama is the focus yeah it's there's definitely cause and effect but at one point the emo narrator who you never see Mm -hmm. you never see you never Mm -hmm. see him but but he claims to be he claims to be like everywhere maybe he's one of the ghosts yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, well, no. Well, he says, he, he like even says, I walked the 14, what did he say? Did he say walk the 14 miles? Like he's very serious. He's read all the diaries. Mm-hmm. How do you find these diaries? Weren't they? That's what I was, I mean, <laughs> I know, survivors right? wrote them after. It must be, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. So we have to get to the story because I, I know about this flood and there's, I don't want to spoil it. So continue. Huh. We're done. Oh, well, I mean, so the dam breaks. This tidal wave (laughs) shoots through the valley, destroys everything in its past. There's one locomotive guy who actually, Mm. like... um, Seen as a hero a little bit. Fills uh, the engine with coal and goes speeding to the next town or trying to get as far ahead as he can, pulling his whistle frantically. And then it goes through, like, an electrical station that was like right up the river from Johnstown, blows that all apart, everything yeah. explodes. I think they called it Mineral Point or something like that, or yeah. it was a, it was a uh, indi- some kind of industry, right? Yeah. Electrical, something? And then it just obliterates mm-hmm. the whole town and pushes like, I think it said something like 60 acres of debris <laughs> up against a, a stone bridge, and then a bunch of people die in a fire. Yeah, because all the gas and oil and shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, what, what I don't... Also, it was written this way, too, in one of the... It, it's a nice... Because it's a real mini little museum, so it's doable. You know, a half hour you could spend. Uh, you know, 45 minutes by the Department of the Interior, too. Mm-hmm. So uh, is what is what they said was that the messages were never sent to the people of Johnstown and they just leave a period after that. Yeah. The telegraph. And messages. they just, it's just it. And it says the messages were never relayed period. No explanation mm. in a bunch of blank space and blank thought in the mind about why that is. But you know, they don't say about why, like what happened there. Well, maybe it- was it because the telegraph operator was getting the fuck out of there? Did he Possibly. run away or something? He was like, "Maybe." <laughs> well, Maybe. He was too scared to do it the beat. Doesn't beeps. let you know. It doesn't yeah. even say like it should. We'll never know. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. It's true in 1889. It's true in 2021. They're trying to get rid of people. Yes, <laughs> and also, Boy. um, something bad happens. You need someone to blame. Okay. You need a villain. You need a scapegoat. Was it the Taliban? <laughs> no, but they're going to blame these hunting fish club guys oh, yeah. for being, you know, selfish capitalists. I felt like the mm. film had that kind of flavor to it, where okay, the so narrator blaming the rich people is standing there in the graveyard 
in the rain as all the voices <laughs> right. come back up and cry for justice. Yeah. And he's like, this didn't have to happen. Yeah. Right. I feel like that is more than just implied mm. in this. Well, before you didn't say that, though. I think you're now you're backtracking on what you just said a little while ago. But maybe it's just not blatant is what we were saying. Because I was saying it seemed like the focus was more on drama. He doesn't say it's Hen- uh, what, Henry Clay Frick. He doesn't mm-hmm. say it's Frick's fault or it's Carnegie's fault. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't. He certainly doesn't let them off the hook. And he, no. imp- he, he imply? implies that there is blame. Yeah. Says here, two thousand two hundred eight people died. Yeah, and there's a pretty fucking crazy photo. Uh, look it up. Johnstown flood death count, and uh, the first photo is this ridiculous image of a like two story building, a decent sized building on its side with the humongous tree sticking out of it. Yeah, That's, yeah. Uh, in the museum, bad times. In the monument, it's pretty much in your face or something like that, coming right out, and then there's. Wax people hanging on to the to oh, the They like recreate it. It's in grim sculpture. It is. Yeah, grim. How yeah. Weird. Yeah, it's really cool. Actually, you can pull up a picture <laughs> of it. It's really. It's 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 very. It it juts out at you when you're looking at. Would this be the like stuff. the memorial? Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if anybody stood there in all the wreckage and said, "Oh, I've got a great idea for how the museum." <laughs> there you go. Somebody. Yeah. But that's you don't see the tree part as much there. But yeah, that's pretty good. So I started to hmm. think the film that we watched, mm-hmm. sound was great, right? The soundscape okay. is like there's lots of crashing. Mm-hmm. The special Loud. effects are interesting. Uh, I think they might have been using miniatures for some of it. <laughs> like to have sure. water crashing and destroying things and then like superimposing <laughs> there like you go. panicked people over it. Yeah. yeah, we stood right under that thing yesterday, this giant tree. Yeah, What a mess. Mm-hmm. It's like the entire uh, ceiling of this museum. Yes. Trying to recreate this Pretty disaster. Much. Yeah. I think Morbid. this might have been a works progress administration, mm-hmm. a new deal. Oh? Yeah. The the dam? You think yeah. they just they needed busy work and they're like we'll make a No, we'll make the a documentary. Oh, okay. Cuz the dam was built way before that. So I think the film oh, right. 18, looks 80s, like okay. yeah, it might have been made in the 30s or the 40s. Okay. So Oh, so like uh you're thinking that it's a form of propaganda against like the capitalists mm, i think that that is possible because i was like who the fuck does this narrator think he is yeah mm-hmm. like you're uh injecting a lot of your own uh emotion emotion mm-hmm. into this mm. so maybe his grandpappy died in the flood mm, but it would be interesting to think like okay uh we need to we need to convince people that uh, you know welfare projects and all this shit and like the stock market's bad and oh here's an event we can make a video about and be like see look this is what happened back in 1889 yeah. when we let these rich people just make dams and lodges. Well, I think like the <laughs> New Deal, like a lot of these people got commissioned to make these kinds of documentaries, and there oh. could have been a guy. This is all theory. Who's like I want to be a filmmaker? Yeah, and people were like, yeah, but you just sit next to your camera and cry all the time. <laughs> and, and he's so like that's, that's my art he's like I have a camera and I care about weather rivers or whatever <laughs> dams so they said okay you do the Johnstown documentary it just seemed like a little overblown mm-hmm. did you get that Most sense? definitely and I've seen you know I don't see anything a whole lot of many times but I probably see I always want to bring people to that I mean, I told, I've had relatives from Mexico. My family 
gosh darn it, we always go to see that film. <laughs> and I've probably seen it about 15 times. What? <laughs> how is it? Morbid. And how do you feel like it gets better? Or I think that... Uh, no, I think I just see something different or have a different mindset. Like being, having been with you, I think I saw things a little differently too. Like the way it was portrayed, I looked at that. Am I being too much of a film critic? Should I just kind of <laughs> take it for what it is and be like, yeah, this was... No, know. it's very odd. I I always... Just the thought that we would go there for drama to a museum. I mean, it, it, that in itself is, is weird. Yeah, it's, I, it's I know not that. a factual video. It was much more too emotional and like, personal kind of sounding yeah but i like your theory of you know the government gives money to artists to create this shit (laughs) and then they put out shit and then they're like thanks taxpayers it might be shit but actually it was kind of good in the powerful way it was it is and she warned me ahead of time she's like this is gonna be are you i mean have you moved your bowels (laughs) (laughs) well yeah and now they've added stuff like uh you know parental discretion advice yeah yeah and also they used to keep the lights off the whole time and they used to do that that part at the end is they used to have all the lights off and it used to used to start sooner they, they also start it dramatically where you sit in the it used to have all the lights off now they taught to scare people or whatever they'd have the lights on the entire time it it starts off with a good preamble of probably five whole minutes it feels like forever where you sit there and you slowly just there's nothing on the screen but what it comes up as eerie music okay and just a drop different times and it starts getting a little like bit water more, drops? a little bit little bit more right little that, water drops yeah okay little water that's, drops coming from every ridiculous. different spot <laughs> and then like a little bit maybe of a rolling thunder from the distance and then at the end it, it, it they used to do it all lights off and mm-hmm. and then he starts saying uh, you know uh a girl uh un clutching a doll and then with they, her they head start, burned off her head what? burned the off the words head burned off <laughs> yeah wow <laughs> yeah and it yeah, goes one on top of the other from from different uh different uh, sound speakers oh on, so on, like on, surround sound on, st- yeah. on top of each other different okay. people talking and they start going and it, it's a mind fog i feel like i did see this video on youtube but it's, see I you can't that's it. what brett said we can just not watch why don't we just wait and just watch it because we didn't have to wait to watch it i said no it's better to watch you the gotta get screen. the full experience in the theater <laughs> <laughs> but i'm thinking we could make it even more of a full experience for future film goers yeah they should have a, a pool well, where you get to yeah. learn what there. drowning feels. Oh, jeez. We get up there. Gabriella and I, we get up there just Sensor. as people are coming. It's, it's The place is so unsupervised. Yes. Right? Unless you take your mask off, then I'm sure we somebody ate, will be there I in 30 seconds. I ate cotton seconds. candy in she there. She ate cotton candy in the movie. And dots. <laughs> she had movie snacks at this fucking horror Left- show. Leftovers. <laughs> it's these real people in the ground cry who cry for justice every time it rains. They're all sitting there yeah. eating cotton candy. Yeah. Birthday cake yeah. cotton candy. Birthday oh. cake cotton candy. This is my this is my favorite part where they all die. <laughs> So we get some Johnstown Flood Memorial uniforms, right? Just like that vegan got the aviary shirt. Right. Okay. We infiltrate the place. We go up there. We wait till there's like a bunch of kids in okay, the, yeah, a know. school trip. We just want to say before this starts that, as you've all heard from our president, America's infrastructure is crumbling. <laughs> This could happen in any town. Then we kind of creep off to the back as they bring the lights down and we just have super soakers. (laughs) And just like really dramatic, like water crashing scenes. We're just like, 
<laughs> it's like when you go to when you go to MGM Studios. Remember, you would put the laser things on, and they tell you you might get wet in these theaters. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, just chuck a bucket of water at the audience. That's awesome, Brett. I love it. <laughs> right? And then, I mean, it's like, I think we're doing the guy who made the film a service, yes. right? Because at, yes. uh, like over, what, sev- 70 years, that loses its intensity. So we got to bring mm-hmm. it back. We got to make it more like a Universal mm-hmm. ex- uh, Studios experience for these yes. people. Yeah, I like tying it into that infrastructure bill, too. And then the, the kids get to learn why their taxes are going to be so fucking high and, mm-hmm. when they're adults. Because we got to pay to fix these dams. Your comment about them paying for this uh, as like an arts project made me think of the story of a Dutch artist. Did you hear about this? No. So this is one of those programs. Now, I don't know if this was tax funded, but it is modern art. And let's see here what it says. A Danish museum expected when it gave an artist the equivalent of 84,000 US dollars, it would in return receive art, right? Is this mm-hmm. the invisible? Well, what do you th- what do you call art? So this artist quotation marks gave them two blank canvases entitled "Take the Money and Run." <laughs> oh, what a pompous ass! Oh, is it though, or is it art? They paid him for art, and he provided them no. modern art. He could have done a nicer frame. <laughs> yeah, well, that's but a I cheap mean, he was, one. So he, he, I mean, you don't want to take all your $84,000 and blow it on the frame. Doesn't you just that want to spend like a like hundred bucks. That looks like a whiteboard in a classroom and that's yeah. a cheap frame. <laughs> but then, I, cheap... I love dumb shit like this where they're like, uh, because I don't, there I don't should know. Be more if regulation. you're going to commission, not regulation, but no, they should know what they're getting before they, right. That's what I'm saying. Like when, do you think like the Sistine Chapel Pope guy was <laughs> like, Hey, Michelangelo, you know, do me up the ceiling. Did they give him any direction or they just say, like, do whatever fuck you want. Here's some money. Yeah. You know, that's what I think is ridiculous because, uh, you know, I don't know. Like, you shouldn't be paying for art where you're just like, do whatever your heart I agree. desires. Like, if that's you're going dangerous. to pay for art, tell the artist what you want. They should create what you want. Yeah. Otherwise, you should be the artist. I mean, where was the... Where was the legality that began before this occurred? I mean, did they not do... Now they're going to have... This is how you get weird clauses in contracts. Is they're going to have yeah. something in the contract saying, well, it should be basic. <laughs> we sh- we need to agree on what we will be seeing. Can't but, be blank. Yeah, that's going to be in there now. Right. It's like, going to not be blank. Be a, yeah. Well, they could have written up a contract that they said you have to use uh, at least one gallon of paint yeah, there. You have to purchase one brush. <laughs> the canvas must be made uh, with no, gesso. You have to say specifically. This is where you you think the clause is even crazier. Y- you have to use that paint on the surface of the piece that you will yeah. be giving us. Not just uh, you could cover it by buying the paint, right, and yeah. not doing anything with it. I don't know. I love it because uh, if you've ever been to a modern art museum. Yeah. Most of it is shit. Yeah. It's just, I mean, we've seen these stories all the time where they're like, here's a modern art masterpiece that is like two colored squares and it sells for six million dollars or a hundred million or some crazy shit. And it's like, uh, what is going on here? Oh, yeah. I mean, you see (laughs) some. And I don't care. Like, I'll I'll say this. I'm totally fine if it's private uh, sales and interactions. 
And it's expected what, that you're going to get something like that. Maybe. My point is, is that there are government programs, like Brett alluded to, where, you know, the tax dollars of a populace goes to the arts, in quotation marks, and this is the kind of dumb shit that you get. Um, because I don't think that, like, art should not... You know, there's this, this like, concept in the, the, like, lefty people where they're like, we have to have art. If we don't pay artists a shitload of money from tax money, then they won't create art, but... I mean, How did we think, get any fucking art before the hand? I think we need People art. People were privately commissioned. We need art. But yeah, I agree with you that we don't need to. What we don't need is the government taking yes. your money and yes. giving it to an artist who produces shit. I agree. But I think just the basic idea that uh, I think art is within all of us and that it is a part of the human experience that's separate from what you're saying totally. I don't agree. I don't believe that it needs to be uh, gov- uh, government involved yeah, in any way. that's my point. Well, here's why the government is involved, I would say, historically. Are we getting this, political? This is the, the church, too, right? So that this doesn't get too political, I'll just talk about some of the artworks that had poop smeared on them. <laughs> yeah, we can't go there. There we go. <laughs> well, this is. I would say this is more history than anything, is that art is propaganda. Mm, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Because, uh, so that's a pretty basic assessment of it but the thing is is that art is emotional Mm -hmm. and it's not an argument so therefore it's very hard to make a counter argument right so if you look at like soviet propaganda like Uh stalin propaganda or the stuff in north korea or during world war ii yeah the germans had a lot of great art yep uh america how they drew germans and japanese people to look like rats Mm mm-hmm you can't go, people don't look that much like rats. And you're inside. <laughs> There's no argument to have about it because it hits you on an emotional level mm-hmm. and the damage is already done. There's this great book people should read by Daniel Kahneman, who is a psychologist. It's called Thinking Fast and Slow. And it says we have these two systems of um, like basically decision-making. Uh-huh. So the first system is the instinctual, the survival-oriented, the emotional. So something hits us, we make an emotional decision about it, and that's we start operating on that emotional decision. But then we go, wait a minute, I'm not some, you know, uh, just simpleton who is manipulable like that. Our brain goes, I'm supposed to have a rational uh, explanation for why I think something. So then, um, you know, their system two, which is that, rational like higher level kicks in and goes oh because this right but they've Mm -hmm. already made up their mind it's that's why arguing with people today online or wherever is so pointless yeah because they've made decisions emotions like the the like you can't help you can't reason somebody out of a position that they didn't reason themselves into no that's kind of like the thesis of thinking fast and slow so if you look at, uh, I remember we used to rip on that MTV show Decoded all the time, where oh, yeah. the woman just like pushed all that like social justice stuff. Uh-huh. Um, it sounded like she was explaining something to you, but they're just hitting you with this visual propaganda over and over again that's getting these emotions, it's giving you this emotional reaction yeah. to it. So your decision making is effectively already made. So I think that whether it's the church commissioning something 500 years ago or FDR commissioning something, uh, whatever, 70, 80 years ago, uh, they know what they're doing. They know the power that this has, and that's why they do it. I was actually wondering if we could just see the YouTube search results for um, w, uh, new, uh, yeah, WPA documentaries. 
and uh, just to see what kind of stuff these people were making with taxpayer money. Uh, let's see. Works Progress Administration. Survive. Uh, that's slave. a oh, that's a playlist. Okay, they did slave narratives. That's Want fine. Want me to do a playlist? Let's see what the playlist has. Yeah. That just added it to queue. Shit. Okay, maybe I don't. Fuck me. I don't know how YouTube works. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, a lot of stuff here, listeners, just called WPA documentary and mm. the sorts. United States of Secrets, part <laughs> one. <laughs> this is from Frontline. Mm. Mm. PBS Trail of History, uh, Civilian Conservation Corps, and Works Progress Administration. Mm. A lot of what they did was just like cultural preservation stuff, but a lot of it probably had, you know, messages too. Mm. The Nazis did a lot of this. Yeah. The Nazis were very inspired by the New Deal. Well, what is cultural preservation? That's, you know, that's a, that's a top-down hierarchy trying to control what you know, a culture is, and a culture is made up of individuals. Mm-hmm. And what if the culture changes, but the rich fuck at the top doesn't like that, you know? Right. And they can also make culture, too. Mm. They can change the culture if they want. Yeah. So how do you feel about going to break? And we might Whoa! need a li- Hey, how hungry are you, Miss Gabriella? Because we talked about eating a quick dinner during the break. Do you want to try and do another <clears throat> hour before we do that? Or are you feeling like you need to eat now? Uh, I mean, I could do like another 15 minutes or 20 minutes, or we could do now. Let's go to break now. Okay. All right, you guys can eat your sheet salad. Yeah, so we're going to eat some sheet salad. So oh, this break boy. is going to be do a little... Do you have to tell everybody that? Yeah. I yeah, mean, well, this you is... had to talk about eating, so... Oh, <laughs> yeah, we didn't have to talk about that. We could have said we needed to go yeah, have a threesome. Yeah, go to break. Oh, sorry. Fucking jeez. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah. Jess, get that drop. No, don't. Just get it. You it. hate it. You hate it. I'm sorry. I don't mean That's it. You know I don't mean it. Like I'm playing with the poop. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just I was about to say we were all gonna go take a shit together. Yeah, we'll do yeah, like, that's we'll, totally better. Yeah, we'll do poop stuff. <laughs> so <laughs> what is happening? All right. How often does this happen in public? Stream will be running. What you guys should be doing is calling people you know, telling them what you're listening to live, telling them to tune in, say if you like me, you'll listen to this show. If you love me, call your family members. If you love me, you'll watch oh this show God. live too. Oh my god. And post about it on this social is media. Be great and content. Talk to each other. Interact with each other. Um, great friends have been made through this show, and those friendships need to be strengthened. This is beautiful, but sounds like propaganda too. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's good because it's for us. Right. The show. Do we have anything we can preview in the. Nope. Uh, oh, well, fuck. I got a discomfort zone. <laughs> I haven't edited it yet. So, uh, yeah. Season five, episode one of The Discomfort Zone is coming. I cannot promise that I'm going to have a clip to puke fast enough before this is released since it's already Sunday night. Yeah. But when we go to break, fucking imagine some little zany thing from Imagine that. yourself going to portmanshow.com slash VIP and signing up for as little as five bucks a month. Then you can hear all the PCLs, all the, the Discomfort Zones. Uh, there's probably uh, stuff... With Nick in it from back in the day, there used to be a show called Puke in the Gang. You can listen to those episodes. Just so. visualize it. You yeah. know, you can do it. You know, I've even done it. So I've done it a few times. Take so, a trip through a memory times. lane. Yeah. Listen absolutely. to episode 100 where we gave a shit and had a party. <laughs> mm. If I can do I it, you can do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll be back. Sounds like a PBS show. <laughs> Bye. The more 
you know. Back from the break, filled with salad. A long salad Did you break. like them salads? Did everybody in the live stream enjoy listening to the crunch of lettuce? Yeah, oh how much God. ASMR did you guys get? Because I had some crunchy pieces of romaine and kept my mic nice and close because I know you guys like that. What's the difference between all the lettuces? Oh, what a great... I mean, well, there goes our two. <laughs> you know... Because I never know. I, to me, they all taste the same. Speaking of ASMR, you know, Brett, you're trying to make people like you know, some sexy sounds on yourself on there for all these listeners to listen to. You know, I was listening to an old episode of Portman Show. I'm going to give you some hell here. Oh, boy. Mm. You give out your old cell phone number plus your new cell phone number to the entire world. What? No, I never yeah, would do that. Only Don't say- in 2019. That doesn't make any sense. I can't yeah. believe I would and do that. And even Andrew's like, don't give mine out. But then you start to give the first three digits. And then I was like, man, you're trying to get some. I think you're, you You think in 2019, I was trying to tap into the Portmanchot listener base. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> I think you are. By, by giving out his phone number? Yeah. Uh, you I've, must not know. I mean, you're concerned about the government, but then you're giving out. I mean, of course, they can get it anytime. They geez. can. Yeah, they have it to control the phone. I mean, if you want <laughs> can, anybody to can, come get you, anybody from your past to come find you, all, all they have to do is find one of out of how many 500 episodes to <laughs> know that they can. You should put in the show notes. The, the government gives out isn't his phone flying number. around in a helicopter over my house waiting to <laughs> rappel down with machine guns because they don't have my phone number yet. <laughs> yeah. I promise you that. So you think I am trying to. I mean, I don't. I think you. Up. I think you have tried to. Well, you sure. must not know about the Portman Show audience. Uh-huh. How fat? What gay lords? Please don't. How say homebound that. they are? No, don't <laughs> say this shit about them. They're wonderful. That's what they're fat little gay lords at home. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, do I want a? Sedentary lifestyle. Picture me in 2019. That's rude. Picture me in 2019. Uh Do I want to be at home with someone all the time? Uh, Yeah, (laughs) sure you do. Do I want to wake up next to a woman or a man? I don't know what you thought I was looking for. (laughs) (laughs) And open my eyes and go, geez, what a gay lord. (laughs) Odds are going to be a majority men listening to this. So right. So I this. I mean, this show's got an outnumber. I don't even think we had a female listener then. 2019 Jessica. is not that long ago. Maybe Jessica, and she's uh, certainly—I well, I can't say that on the show. <laughs> Why? Jessica, can I say that you're uh, basically common law married on the show? Yeah, we have female listeners. We have—we've had female hosts and stuff. Ah, uh, sure. You know. Yeah. I do not believe you, Gabriella, that I, I think you might be misremembered. There's no way I would have given out my whole I, phone number. No, on that would be retarded. There's, no, <laughs> you did give out the whole number because then Was I checked. Did you, you know, call I did my research and it came up. So, you but not find my new number. Your new number. Why would I give out my new phone yeah, number? Yeah, you did. Well, so what you did first is you gave it wrong, and then you gave it the second time. You gave it right, and then I checked it. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Huh? So all the listener has to do is like sort out the background noise, noise and get that the first one was wrong and then the second one was right. Well, they're going to know now. Well, yeah, you just, ga- you yeah, just you gave, gave them away the decoder the ring to whatever episode <laughs> that is. <laughs> I'm not going to say which one. Because there's no way they could have checked both numbers. What do you mean? 
It's just too much work. Two phone numbers to try? Well, one was the old f- number. So I, yeah, didn't, uh, I didn't even realize you got How would they know how number. to use that number? I didn't even know you got a new number that soon, that much longer, that, that you just got a new number. Just one day, I said, this old number doesn't work for me anymore. Got a new one. Didn't tell anybody. But see, except that's, that's an audience what, of a podcast. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I people will find me when, when they're ready. You know, I knew somebody that changed her phone number. Oh my god! I think it was probably every other year because she wanted to purge her system of people from the past. Oh, I love that idea. Yeah, so you could never keep a hold of the per. Uh, she would always change it. So, you know, mo- uh, usually sometimes when people do that, that's what they have that they want. So if you that's not your goal, your goal would be to publicly announce it. Like some people also do that on Facebook. Isn't that ridiculous? Yes, that's odd. <sighs> let us so. let us <laughs> yeah. transition out of this to talking about salad ingredients. In a previous topic, Puke asked, "What are all the types of lettuce, and how do you tell the difference?" Yeah, are you a retard, man. <laughs> yeah, a lettuce tard. Well, we start with the shittiest lettuce, which is called iceberg. Right. It's round. It's basically and like a type of cabbage. It's ba- it looks like cabbage. It's basically water. Yeah. So it's Crunchy like a, water, as yeah. I've heard it referred to. It's like a lettuce mirage. <laughs> then, uh, reminiscent or, or similar to iceberg, but more packed with nutrients and differently shaped is romaine lettuce, which is very icebergy at its base, but gets kind of green and leafy as you get closer to the top. Romaine is the typical uh, lettuce that you would find in like a Caesar salad. Mm. All right. Well, anyway, Carrie says that uh, she knows somebody that changes his number every time he breaks up with someone. Mm. All right. We have this new thing where we have like transitional music, so we gotta uh, we gotta stick to lettuce for yeah, now. Do you want to exactly. give your favorite kind of lettuce? <laughs> endive. Is en- I don't endive? Think, I don't think endive just, is a lettuce. <laughs> okay, yeah, I've never whatever. heard of endive lettuce. Um, Unless there's a red endive, you ever get the spring mix? Yeah, yeah it's it got is. a bunch yeah. of different oh, yeah. stuff in there. Comes with uh, all kinds of springs. Mm-hmm. I guess it's maybe not the most nutritious, but that what is it? That really soft. Maybe baby or bit is it bib or baby lettuce? Baby butter lettuce. Yeah, that's real sweet. It's yeah. like a baby's bum. <laughs> it, it, that bi- <laughs> baby butt lettuce. Is I think that appealing. is fairly nutritional, uh, and I also is really it? like arugula. Okay. Yeah. And uh, see, I, think- I, I stick with baby spinach, which isn't lettuce. Mm. I eat that all the time for the fill my stomach up really well, uh, fiber and protein. Okay, iron. I know and spinach iron, has I'm iron. Sorry, in it. Iron. Yeah. yeah. Iron. And then yeah. if you eat too much of it, your mouth feels weird. You ever get that? Uh you no. can get like if you eat too much baby spinach, you can get this weird, like I don't no, know. Why? It's weird feeling on your teeth. Huh. Yeah, I don't know why. That's all. Maybe it's the iron. That's what I always think. Huh. Our friend Drew Sample grows microgreens. Oh, I love those. Oops. He has his entire backyard. Now, microgreens are real fancy and expensive. And they're good. But for if you. you could just get a whole bowl of these and eat them, I mean, mm. you'd have to be so rich to do this. Yeah, <laughs> you would. But <laughs> that would be, it's basis. like baby everything. What's an example of a microgreen? Great question. Pea shoots. Mm. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah, see, I don't even know what alfalfa that is. Alfalfa sprouts? Is that oh, Okay, I've heard of that. I guess That's alfalfa scr- sprouts would be the most... Uh, accessible to the middle mm-hmm. class. Mm-hmm. Kind Thanks of a lot. Well, I think that's reasonable. <laughs> I 
I mean, try well, I mean, go into the cheaper. East End Food Co-op and you'll spend six dollars well, on a clamshell. Well, that's your problem. You don't go to co-ops for cheap food. <laughs> go to McDonald's. For I that. know, Brett. I'm I'm kidding you. You know that. But the East End Co-op, a co-op is a place where you can find microgreens. Yes, mm. they're hard to find. Yes. Yeah. Is that so. because they're uh, they need to be grown and then quickly picked and put on your salad yeah, immediately? I think it. I think it is all. They're not going to keep. Right. It's all turned Ooh, over very quickly. You know, you got to try those mushrooms. So we, we, I, I got these wonderful mushrooms at the farmers market a couple weeks ago. Where there's a mushroom man there, and he wears a, a mush man. Oh yeah, he's a mush man. He, hmm. I don't know if he'd like that. Uh, he <laughs> wears a great hat and uh, a wonderful outfit from out of time, a different time period, like from back in the future, but the okay. but not the future actually, like the past. Or actually, that's why it's called Back to the Future. So, and he has these amazing uh, mushrooms and. One of them, what is it? Like a lion's mane, I think is one. Lion's of them. mane, which they say is great for your brain. Hmm. Right. You, uh, yeah. Alice knew about it. She said uh, you can take supplements with it. Yeah. But, but we had some of them together. They were delicious, and those could be nice on a salad, probably. But we didn't have them with that. We had them with eggs. There's only so much you can listen to your husband talk about poop. Okay. Mm. What's that got mushrooms. to do with salad? It's where the mushrooms come from. Oh right. Yeah. Fungus. If you ever done mushrooms, you have, and you went in the woods. Yeah, yeah, once. That was the only time you ever did it? Yeah. I think I've done it once or maybe twice. And you've never done it, right, Gabriella? Done my, oh, I eat them, yeah. No, like... No, to, I know what you're Hallucinogenic. Yeah. I have not. I'd like, I'd like to. What's the name? Policy. Psilocybin. Psilocybin. Yeah, I don't know. I tried them a couple times, and both... I think one time I got a, a, an effect out of them, but... Uh, you I've, didn't? I've, Another time? Yeah. Yeah, didn't eat enough or some shit. I don't know. So, was it at a festival? Uh, no, I think it was at Andrew's house. He had them. Somebody did. Oh, okay. But yeah, we, I think Andrew had them. Yeah, we've talked about doing that before, Brett. Yeah, we yeah. need the right situation. Okay, we'll be waiting forever if we wait for that. Situation. Yeah, you want to wait until you're on McKnight Road. <laughs> I'm just saying, make it happen, man. <laughs> we can. Well, we. I, I got to figure out how to get them and how much we should take. Yeah, that's not your top priority. And what getting them? I mean, that is a top priority if you no, want to I, take mushrooms. <laughs> no, I mean, your top priority first. right now is not doing that. I know that. Right. In the but new year sometime. I do like the idea of it. And I do also like the idea of microdosing, which I know I've been talking about for a while now. But if we have a listener who knows about how to get into that, um, I, I guess I can get my phone number. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? yeah. Just give me a call oh, at 603. Hey, come <laughs> on now. Seven more digits. Just, <laughs> yes, just try all the seven-digit combinations. 603 and then try all the seven-digit combinations and you'll get me. Until you get a hold of Brett. <laughs> Text me, though. Don't surprise me with a call because I, yeah, I don't even know that you had my number. So. Yeah, plus you'll probably just not answer because you'll think that somebody's uh, <gasps> got a new uh, warranty for you. Speaking of that... <laughs> Uh, anything else to say about lettuce before we move on? Well, are you sure you're okay with that? You don't want to talk about lettuce? Get a phone call this week. Monday or Tuesday, maybe, from a New York number. Mm -hmm. Doesn't come up as a contact. I, go, I don't know anybody in New York. Anybody I know in New York, I have their number. They're a contact. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you do know people in New York, but say. they would be in your phone. Exactly. So the phone number that you've given out to a lot of people in New York. I let it go to voicemail. <laughs> right. Okay. A great 
reservoir for yeah forgotten calls. If you get a, if you get a number and you don't know who it is, you wait. You don't answer it, and then if you get a voicemail, then you listen to that. And right. if they don't leave a voicemail, then you know it's bullshit or not important. And then you block immediately. Oh, yeah. Right. That's what I do. So number goes to voicemail. One minute later, the number calls again. Mm. Just says, New York. And I say, they found me. <laughs> <laughs> so I answer it. Okay. Right? Okay. I realize Have that- you listened to the voicemail at this point? No. Uh, you just got the notification. They left a voicemail. Yep. Okay. Uh, actually, I don't even know that they did leave a voicemail. No, but you said they did. Well, I mean, it goes to voicemail. Voicemail is kind of a... Right. You know. But you don't know if they left a voicemail message. Voicemail is kind of an abyss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. So, uh, man, do you ever call somebody, though, and it's like, this voicemail box is full? Yeah, the people used to do that with me a lot. But I, I, I figured how to clean it up immediately, like mail that you get in the mail. You clean it up immediately. You collect it, and you get rid of it, or you sort it. It's yeah. very David Allen. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, it's a man. Mm. And he says, is Brett there? And by the sound of his voice, mm. I recognize his ethnicity. Okay. And I said, what is this about? Turns out, one of my crypto accounts was hacked. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hacked. Okay. Somebody got into it. So... It's a service. I'm not going to name the service, but it's a service where you can put a certain store of different cryptos into an account, right? And then you can earn interest on what you keep there as they lend the crypto out yeah. to other people, yeah. right? So this is becoming a, a bigger thing in the crypto world. Um, somebody got into the account and then tried to... They transferred from one coin, Ethereum, into Bitcoin. You know, you can swap. Yep. And then they tried to withdraw all the Bitcoin in my account yeah. to some other account that they had added. So this was uh, real mysterious. And then I realized that the person was attempting, they had gotten into my email and they were mm. sending password requests. Like if you have yeah. a service, you use a you know TD Bank North or whatever, uh -huh. and they'll send you emails, meaning that you log into that account with that email address. So an email yeah. is a potential gold mine mm -hmm. for taking over a person's financial accounts. Yeah. So I learned a lot about ways to up my security over the yeah. last week. And I, I thought my security was already pretty good. So this is actually quite mysterious how somebody got into one of my email accounts that did have some financial accounts tied to it. And they were going in and trying to change passwords, like saying yeah. password and reset hoping request. that you're your reset request goes to that email account. Maybe yeah. they had your phone number and tried that too. <laughs> Maybe they heard it on a podcast. Yeah. Right. Right. Mm. The phone number is another thing you don't want people to have. And that's why, why would you give that out? I don't believe you that I did. There's <laughs> no way very I gave much out did. my phone I was number. astounded. Do you know my phone number? No. And that's T why say I, it I, actually was, loud. I actually had to check when you said the first three numbers, which is not a good thing that you did either, by the way. What, the first three numbers? Yeah, it's not a good thing. Why? Because it's just not. It's already, you're already starting down the bad path. Um, they'll, they'll know. But you know, what <laughs> I did. Instead of hacking 10 digits, they can hack What seven. I did do, uh, Brett Darling, is that I did a while back, which I should have done it sooner, is I, I told you, I think I told you I wrote it down, wrote your phone number down and put it in my purse. Uh, I did that it, too. Well, you did you have that. a purse? Yeah, and his man purse. He wears it sometimes. 
It's like a fanny pack. Oh, yeah. It's cute. It's got a little heart on it with BG on it that I made. When we be Brett and That's Gabriella. That's all yeah. not true. B plus G. Because <laughs> I like to tell lies. We were <laughs> riding bikes one day and we saw a heart painted on the road and inside it, it said B plus G. I know. And that's what we always say to each other because we're... The Bee Gees. Yeah. And Gaylords. Yeah. I know. Wow. We're like Gaylords. <laughs> sorry, sorry, listeners, when I called you that. Did you try to find the other B and G and find... Track no, down. but it was just amazing because we just went up this road kind of like we didn't even need to go up there. We said, let's just go this That's way for a second and turn really around. And we thing. got into this thing and it said B plus G. It was very weird. It was very it was amazing. Yeah, yeah. What are the odds other people have letters in their name? B and G. <laughs> I just, it was like a symbol though that I made and I put I on our photos sometimes. With you know? a heart. I'm very, I'm in the red. gayest <laughs> yeah. man dating a woman in the world. <laughs> I love it. So I love it too. I'm so, but you're so not gay in many so many other ways. So that really balances it out. Nicely. Yeah, yeah. That's what's nice. You don't have tapered pants and <laughs> tapered pants. Salmons, salmons with an S on your shirt and a red basket from Trader Joe's filled with fucking tofu Yogurt. that I have to carry with two hands because it's so heavy. <laughs> so your email is hacked. Email is hacked. I start finding in the trash, the person doesn't even go through and delete things like password, Psst. request, resend, transfer, successful. So you, you weren't getting notification, like email notifications? Or? No, the person was deleting them, yeah. but I found but, them in the trash. But they okay. forgot email. to do the permanent delete. Yeah, they yeah. forgot to do the permanent Which delete. Which is really dumb. So this company was so good and so thorough with how they made me like verify my identity. Yeah. They made me take a picture. They made me send an ID. And I'm like, what if these are the schemers? Uh, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a possibility because you got an unsolicited phone call. Right. Like how so, do you, what, what sort of approval did you get that they were real? Yeah, I verified it because I said, yeah, just say, the guy called me. I said, email me something from, you know. Yeah. Uh, and so then I started. Email me something to my hacked account. Let me see if it's really you. Uh, no, I had to give him another email address and yeah. all that. Then they had to do a video conference. Oh, okay. And during the video conference, he's like, I need you to keep looking at the camera. It was fucking intense. <laughs> He's like, I, this, and this lasted until like almost the end of last week. So this was like a like a hectic few days. I need to get, I need you to get a hard metal chair, put it in a basement, hang one single light bulb in front yeah. of your face. Now, now we're going to do this interview. But wow. I'd be talking to him, and I'd, I'd like, I'm looking at you, and then I'd like kind of look off to think like you do when you talk sometimes. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he'd be like, Brad, I need you to look at the camera. I need you to keep looking at the camera. Wow, really? I, yeah. He's like, I need to know that you're not reading something. Off, Are like, you serious? Oh, like you've been kidnapped. Mean, oh meanwhile, I, ha- I have my uh, cell phone set on top of my laptop, right? Okay. So yeah. the entire fucking laptop screen is right behind my phone. I could have probably been looking like I was looking at him. Yeah. Because he, he would. You have to do the he teleprompter. Only when I turn my head, oh, right? Okay. Like I've got like an easel next to me <laughs> with oh all the information God. on it. Did he make you like, well, that's interesting. Did he make you like pan the camera around to see the whole room no but oh, why no. wouldn't you do that you yeah, pan your fucking yeah, camera yeah i totally don't know why they didn't do go that. in your shower and shut the curtain yeah. how do you know you weren't on a you couldn't have created a what is it called like a a screen one of those fake oh a screens? green screen or something yeah yeah how do they the know you background. didn't do that you could have been in well the software they're using probably didn't have that ability so that's uh like, yeah because uh, you know that's, that's through true. the software so whatever true. system they're using for your that you connected to probably didn't have any of that option. Did you have to download a special app for it or anything? 
No, mm. but that the mm. video conference and I had to hold up my ID. Yeah. Mm. Wow, I want to talk about this off the air because I'm curious because that's this is one of those things that's quite terrifying. Because um, I uh, I've read up a lot about security, you know, in the past year. Uh, like I use Proton Mail, which is an encrypted mail yeah, service. Yeah, I used yeah. that once. And I use that. One of the tricks that you can do is like your financial emails only go to that email address right so all of your like you know you go to you go to any website and they're like put in your email address so you need an email address like gmail where just all your dumb shit goes to that you don't pay attention to but all your sensitive shit only goes to this one encrypted account so you know that like if you get a, a request for a password reset in your gmail account that that's fake right because that email address shouldn't be attached right, to any right, other right, stuff, right? right? Yeah. So, yeah, it's and then you got to have two-factor authentication. Then, have you heard about SIM swaps? That's mm. a terrifying thing. Where uh, if you get a two-factor authentication through SMS text messages, what happens is that somebody gets your phone number off of a podcast, mm. and they call your, they can find out who your provider is. Let's say Sprint, and they call up Sprint and they convince them that you're Brett and that you need to reset your password. Um, and I'm trying to think exactly how they do it, but somehow they get uh, like a SIM swap. So you get it like, let's say your phone is broken and they convince Sprint that this is their new phone and they give them the SIM card number. So now all your text goes to their phone and then they try mm. to reset the password on your bank account and instead of the SMS message going to you, it goes to their phone. Maybe that's why. They, remember, you tried to call them, and they were just awful about verifying who you were. Who? The your cell phone company. Uh oh yeah, that was really it was really difficult. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's one of the reasons that they do this, and that's why it's really dumb for companies to be using SMS for your uh. password uh authentication so what you, should they, they be using should be using something like google authenticator which is what or it is. it's a separate app that does like an encrypted you know number that then you type in so when you're saying sms like it's like when i when i log in a lot of times uh, uh i'll go into in private browsing at my well my work yeah uh, and and nice. every time i go on there like the credit yeah. card asks for a thing and they'll send me a text message yeah my so work has the same thing so that's what you're saying yeah. that sms from a big company like chase they should be doing a better job of it. yeah honestly yeah, yeah it's it's Makes not sense. a hmm. it's not as secure as it uh maybe once was people are getting more clever because people are getting more desperate yeah. right well that's the thing is you know you, you're always going to get a better mouse Ooh. when you build a better mouse trap speaking right? so, of yep you've had that and I have not told. Mice? I have had a fraudulent <laughs> unemployment compensation claim filed oh, yeah. in my name. Yeah. So I wonder how they do that. Well, I, it's probably super simple if your information is leaked. Because what do they ask for? I think when I did my unemployment I've claim, it, it was before, like Social yeah. Security. Social Security. You know, date all, the, of birth, all the information address. that everybody fucking asks for that's out there. Yeah. 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 Now the Social Security. Uh, is harder to get, but I mean, what I'm saying is it's harder to get online. You can get it. Yeah. Like you, if you work in a doctor's office or you work in uh, legal. I mean, I got access to a whole bunch of people's 
full, uh, you know, social yeah. security numbers. I'm sure a lot of other em- uh, employee, employee, people in, employed in different places do yeah. too. Yeah, your social security number is like everywhere. And it shouldn't be used for identification whatsoever because it's just like... Well, Mercury Retrograde, you've had this happen. And within the same same week that it happened, I had a fraudulent claim. But you know how scared I was to come home? Department of Labor. And I'm still working at my job. And meanwhile, they had let go of somebody. <laughs> well, I was like, oh. why is the department? I'm like, doesn't it only me that can do that? And so I verified with my employer about that. And they're like, oh, yeah, we got this a, a couple of weeks ago. And we informed them that... It had to have been a fraudulent claim. Yeah, because you were still employed because they right. check, right. you know, to verify. Unfortunately, it's possible it's somebody I know that did that, but oh. it could very well be, you know, just some bot, some person out there yeah. doing a bunch Hackers. of them. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. I mean, the same people who took down poor Hillary Clinton. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, they're out there. Yeah, and getting all thing. of her illegal emails. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she's quite the victim. Have we not learned anything yet? That was five (laughs) years ago. We still haven't learned anything about even the best of us. So you said, so they were, the company found, so the company found out you had been hacked before you did and contacted you. Yeah. And And the the evidence was in my email, but in a place I never would have looked, right? I wouldn't go, I wonder what's in the trash, right? I wonder what I've deleted. Well, that's the thing. Like they tell you not to, not to get. You know, one of the things to like uh, make your life better is to not get email notifications because you're just bombarded by dumb shit. Oh yeah. But if you don't have email notifications, like on that account, mm. you know, you would have known that you were. You get a notification. You look at it. And you go, "What the fuck?" I so, didn't ask for a password reset. Then I had like a bunch of money sitting in a Coinbase account, like in Bitcoin, uh, yeah, Bitcoin Cash. So as soon as this happens, I go, "Shit, this is my Coinbase email." Mm. So I log in. Oh, <laughs> log into Coinbase, yeah, right? Yeah. This was like Tuesday. Log into Coinbase, convert everything to but, cash, sell everything, right? What? Wasn't a lot of money. Did you it wasn't do a lot that? Of money. Why don't you just change your password? No, no, no. Yeah. It was it was just cuz I thought it was like what if it's already too late, right? Yeah, okay, yeah. So it wasn't it's just like leftovers, you know. Yeah, it's not it's like where I'm keeping. Much, yeah. I'm not keeping crypto in Coinbase. Yeah, no way should. But it was it was don't a couple thousand that. dollars, yeah. right? So I turn it all into cash, withdraw. Oh, my god! Immediately. Get it into my bank immediately. So I was like, geez, now wait a minute. Coinbase is sending me an email about this transaction. So I had to go in, double delete that. I was real panicked for for Meaning meaning because somebody could find that email then? Yeah. Yeah. And they go, ah, I didn't know about uh, Coinbase. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is, I mean, you got to have, you got to use long, It's all two-factor. The passwords are ridiculous now. Do you have a password manager? Password generator I use this week for work. Yeah, so password... That's just so, a generator. Yeah, so I use a password manager, which is a yeah, separate app that mm-hmm. allows you to save passwords. And, you know, so that allows you to generate retarded passwords that you will never fucking remember. Uh, just pray to God you don't lose access to that app. <laughs> That's the thing, because you don't... I always get so, scared of that. Well, I, all the ones I changed, I had to write down in a notebook for now. Yeah. So, I mean, as long as a fucking, you know, dam doesn't break up the river somewhere and send a fucking... Yeah. (laughs) You got to get yourself uh, one of those CNC Dremels or... Yeah. Like a big metal plate and you're like... All your passwords onto a metal plate. Yeah. Yep. I've seen people do that. It seems crazy until you're the one that's getting your shit hacked. And then you're like, oh, okay. (laughs) Mm. Makes you think. Mm. 
so but, that was uh, yeah, um, that's that's scary. That and uh, I had a real poopy day. Oh, uh, oh, you knew about that. The day I didn't come to the gym. Yeah, we what happened? The, uh, oh man, I just I was afraid to leave the house. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it was. I went out to eat at this new barbecue place. Uh oh, that is not exactly a restaurant. It's there's okay. a bad part of town up the street from me, right? I'm the right. one. I asked to stop there. It's an urban scene. One other time. Picture an urban scene, everybody. Yeah. A couple of guys outside cooking just in a grill, right? And then they sell the stuff somehow out of a sandwich shop that is more of a legit business. They just sit in a parking lot. Yeah. And then they make this barbecue That's food. That's where some of the best barbecue is. That's mm. what I said. And I said, I want to get into, you know how I said, I'm trying to make some urban friends so I can figure out, like, what, what, do, you, what, what do you guys believe <laughs> okay. about yeah. things? Remember, like, when I said, why are black people wearing masks yeah. disproportionate to white people? I want to know why. Hmm. But going up to somebody and say, "Hey, you're black and wearing a mask is no way <laughs> to start is no way to start a conversation." Yeah. So, because those are two very divisive issues right now. Yeah. What are you doing, robbing a bank or COVID? Right. <laughs> yeah. But I might be know. insensitive. I want to know. I want to get my ear to the street. <laughs> you know what I mean? I want to see if uh, we can work together on things. Yeah. So, I want to build a network. I want to know my neighbors at the of, very least. Of barbecuers. Well, yeah. So, but I want to kind of like, you know, maybe, hey, here's Brett, the guy with the bee hat who shows up here <laughs> every Wednesday yeah. for barbecue. Are you thinking you're going to start like a trend? Like, a, like so that they know they expect you and you. St- well, I don't know. Yeah, I don't so know. You, I, do I go on... back next Wednesday and be like, man, did I shit when I left here <laughs> yeah, last time? Yeah, that's the thing, right? So, I don't know. Give it a second try. See if you shit again. And then right, 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 you might right. have to try a new barbecue place. There's a few around. Some of them have been on like, you know, Anthony Bourdain's show. Yep. Yeah, but I think that was in like South to... Hills. Or something. South Hills. Hmm. Braddock sometime. I've never been mm. there. I want to go there sometime. Oh, we, it's very close to me. We could go there. Oh, nice. Yeah, let's do that. It is close. Go to very all close. the places. Yeah. See right. the town. And we'll tell you about them on the show, listener. <laughs> So we'll give you coordinates where they are in relationship to McKnight Road. Is there anything else we need to get to? Did you have any uh, happenings this week? Uh, not terribly. Uh, like I, oh, I didn't say this on the show, but still, still dicking around with the fucking house. Uh, not going to close until. Is this a new topic? Is this a new topic? Oh fuck yeah! I guess it kind of is. Fuck me! I fucked that up. Dicking so, around. Uh, yeah. So uh, is that the song? Is that we're dicking call around. This we love some dicking around. So I found a contractor that can do the work, so I don't have to drywall. So you don't have to dick and, around. Yeah, don't have to dick around with doors and drywall. <laughs> um, and yeah, still just waiting. It's ugh, takes fucking forever this buying a house thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. Otherwise, went to work. Been uh, wasting a shitload of time with NFTs. Tell us yeah. about that. Yeah. Why are you, what are you doing? So I, uh, <laughs> man, I wish Andrew should be on for this conversation because when I told it's him, more man, he was mad. <laughs> he was like, why? I don't understand. I th- and he, I think he might be, I might be on his side here. Mm-hmm. So no, probably. So yeah. I, uh, I, uh, you know, I follow around crypto stuff. Have been from the last over the last year, I've really been getting back into uh, paying attention to it and such because it's blown up, right? 
And then uh, NFTs are this thing that have been around for a good five or six years. But I never knew about them until, you know, earlier this year. They blew up. Everybody was talking about them. Like, they had a fucking skit on Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. And so I looked into them. You know, it's a, it's an art-based thing, so that fascinates me. And it's a crypto thing that fascinates me. But then you look into it, and you're like, what the fuck is going on? These are just, like, JPEGs that are cryptographically, like, part of a blockchain, right? So you get a JPEG, and the NFT is basically, like, a... Um, non-fungible, uh, what do you call it? Proof of, no, what is it called? When you buy a painting, uh, Proof of certificate, of, certificate of authenticity, of right? Authenticity. Right. Yeah. So this piece of code is now in your wallet. A lot of these are on Ethereum, so it's yours. Like, you know, you have control over it. It's a unique item, and there's just thousands of them. They're fucking crazy. But people have been, you know, making money flipping them and collecting them and all this stuff. So uh, it fascinates me because, you know, there were a couple projects that I learned about that were photography based. And I'm like, huh, how does this work? And I'm looking into it. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, And one of the guys I follow started what is basically a scavenger hunt. And it's, it's something to do with NFTs. And nobody knew what the fuck it was, but it just happened to be somebody I followed on YouTube and like he's dropping clues and nobody knows what's happening. And I'm getting really interested in it because it's like this, uh, it's just like a fun scavenger hunt. This is what you were telling me about. Yeah. Trying to try. What were you on? Somebody, somebody he knew that was doing this. And I looked it up online too. Nick's business there. Nick's business there. Nick and Tom going all over the place looking for trinkets. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's Is that the like same that. thing? No, it's no, not. It's not. No. But okay. it's similar. So, yeah, and, you know, Nick and Tom and myself and Andrew at one point were doing a scavenger hunt for a uh, the golden ticket to win, you know, a um, candy factory. Um, so and Tom won, found the ticket in New Hampshire, right? So that was a lot of fun to kind of participate in. And at one point, Tom was flying. He flew to fucking Texas. He called for me that night. He's <laughs> like, who do you know in Austin, Texas? <laughs> and you're like, who is this? I said, I know a do lot you of people. Do have my crypto? I don't know how I would explain your needs <laughs> to them. Yeah, right. Um, so this like scavenger hunt that I am doing is just sitting at my computer and dicking around <laughs> on my free time, right? But I joined uh, a Discord and I followed some people on Twitter and all this shit. And I got through the trials that they invented and got an NFT. And uh, it's really fascinating because, you know, you could just go to websites and purchase NFTs, but the real fascinating part is that some of the NFTs are created and they give you access to, like, clubs or websites or special events, right? So because you own this (laughs) NFT, it's like you have a ticket to a private club. Mm -hmm. And so... This game that I got into is is ongoing, and nobody like the creators are being really sly. You know, nobody knows what the end game is. Um, have you ever seen Ready Player One, the movie? I've heard of it. I've never seen it. Yeah, so it is. Uh, it it's based on a book, but the basic uh, gist of it is is that in the future, everybody's in this metaverse, you know, uh, digital world, and there's some game where you have to. You know, if you win the game and you find the secret code, then you have access to the fucking chocolate factory or whatever. Right. Typical, you know, scavenger on shit. Um, so it's just, it's really fascinating because the, some of these communities have created a world and a club where, like, because you have, you hold this NFT, then you get access to it, right? 
And so that's what really fascinates me, not paying Ethereum for a JPEG, but the, 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 like, the back-end access that it gives you. And some of them are worth a lot of money. So this hype, it's kind of like Andrew got really mad because he's like, it's a Ponzi scheme. And it kind of can be, I think. Mm-hmm. Because the value of the NFT is based on the hype that is created by other people that want access to this shit. But it's very similar. Like, it's a digital version of, like, collecting baseball cards, you know? You open a pack of baseball cards, you get a Ken Griffey Jr., whatever the fuck rookie no, card Ken or some Griffey shit Jr. I had this very yeah. conversation yesterday yeah i remember that name from the 90s or 80s <laughs> and so you know if you if you get in on these you know communities or um yeah i guess communities are good you know uh projects mm-hmm. then this shit can be super valuable but the NFT, it like then it creates this interesting thing where it's like, okay, I have this fucking rookie card that's now worth ten thousand mm-hmm. dollars. But then I lose access to this club where I might be able to learn other cool things or meet other cool people digitally because you're a fucking nerd and you're just sitting on your computer. But <laughs> it's still pretty neat. And um, so that to me, like, because I, I didn't have really any interest in NFTs. I didn't understand why people were spending so much money on them. But now I think I understand. Like, it's it's all just, like, uh, collector hype. And then it gives you access to, you know, special communities. So, it's it, you, know, you know, I guess it depends on the person. But some people probably don't give a shit about being part of an exclusive club. But how can we use what you've learned to enrich Portman Show? Yeah, uh, well, the difficult part is we have to find people that know how to code NFTs. Okay. And then we could create a hype train around a scavenger hunt. I love a hype train. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we probably we probably need to get a lawyer involved because I don't know how any of this shit works because it is financially based. But I don't know. It would be interesting. Like, we have to have nerds that listen to this show that are into crypto that would understand how to do NFTs. Mm-hmm. I wonder. Or would it just be a disgusting cash grab? Mm. Mm. By us? Us, yeah. Well, mm. all right. So but that's the point, right? So we <laughs> Yeah, we, how, how do we enrich Portman Show? Yeah. So, yes, grab that cash. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I but don't I know. Don't, uh, yeah, I, the thing is, is like, you know, we're pretty savvy about how the internet works and crypto and stuff. You know, we have a lot of programmer friends and shit like that, but... This stuff is, I mean, it's its out there. It's very early days for how this NFT shit might become more common. Um, but it would time, be interesting if we knew somebody how to, you know, if we could create our own NFT project, it would be pretty neat. Because mm-hmm. then people could own like a yeah. digital part of the show. Hmm. That I like. But I also like, because, you know, I was also thinking like, well, how could I tie photography into this? Could I just take my pictures, like, it, it wouldn't do anything because I'm not famous and nobody knows my fucking work. But, like, you know, the ones that I did look into, they were basically, like, a collection of similar photos. So they had a theme. Like, there was this one project that was just a bunch of pictures this guy took of palm trees in L.A. at sunset. And he had a collection of, like, 200 of these photos, and he just put them up as NFTs, and then he sold them all. And it's pretty interesting to think about. Like that's that's an, a much more interesting, um, like dynamic versus like you can go and just you know I have a website where you can go and buy 
yeah jpeg versions you get a file of my photos so like my brothers bought some and when i used to take photos of people racing cars they would buy some and then they have cool pictures that they can do whatever they want with um of their car or whatever Puke's photos but, are great, by the way. I went through a whole bunch of your stuff. And oh, yeah? I was looking. Thanks. I was look before I realized the second time you sent me the pictures from the school sucks graduation. I went through a bunch of doomsday device stuff looking for photos from it and couldn't find them. But I was oh, like, because I didn't post them. Yeah, and I kept going. Wow, this is great. I Maybe need to I'll, go in there and look again. Yeah, and, and yeah. Uh, I'll purchase one from you for sure as an as an art piece for my yeah uh, for our, an abode. Well, yeah. I would appreciate that. Yeah, but, I, uh, I, I like to 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 throw some cash to artists. Oh, well, I'm not one, but I'd you appreciate it. I've always said the arts are really important. Yes, that's, you exa- fund them. that's exactly. You fund them. Give me money. That's that's exactly what I'm getting at. You got right to it. Right, but see, I'm not asking. Government. I'm not asking for the government to give me money so I can go out and take pictures. Hey, I did just you ever? Do it as a passion. Did you look at my cousin Maria Lisa's uh, Maria Lisa Rodriguez's? Uh, IMBD. Did you ever look at that? I did. I did too. It was very woke, eh? Yeah. yeah. The few projects that she has been involved in looked super woke. And I didn't look at the movie that she got happy something. I didn't look into that, but uh Yeah, I didn't I didn't I really meant, like research it that closely, but yeah, yeah, I just looked at her page. But I don't know, it's still pretty cool that you have a cousin that's like a legit Yeah movie lady. And who it's under that video was made under Hulu. Yeah. So that's a big it's like it was also deal. only like 15 minutes long or something wasn't it i saw oh it wasn't that long i thought it was shorter 15 minutes you thought that long yeah something i saw of hers was like it was only a few minutes long oh you mean one of her uh yeah, productions one of her projects that she oh was... geez wow no i didn't i think so, I, yeah she's not that cool she hasn't made like a proper movie well but she's done something she's produced some stuff on hulu though yeah that's still pretty crazy yeah so shows but yeah, my website is a disaster, kind of. I don't know. Really? It's hard for people to find stuff, I think. It's not I just organized? Have too much stuff. It is organized, but it's not organized well enough, I guess. Mm. I don't know. Maybe you should put that project at the forefront. Those. Nah. Why not? Because I'm fucking lazy. You're not that lazy. Did you have problems finding anything you were looking for, Brent? No, I wasn't. I was only looking for the graduation photos. Yeah. And so the answer to your question then would be yes, because they weren't there. <laughs> yeah. But I enjoyed, I mean, I enjoyed the journey. Yeah. I enjoyed the journey. Yeah, I have to, um, I really need to get uh, off my ass and like do some prints for Andrew because he has all these Airbnbs and he needs artwork. And uh, I think I've taken some pretty good photos of this here city. Yeah, mm-hmm. but, that's what I would think to get. But yeah, it's, yeah. it's a lot of work and uh, other sh- I'm too busy playing with fucking crypto NFTs. NFTs yeah. yeah but uh yeah because it was your event i didn't i wasn't going to put those photos up before you had a chance to oh, figure out what I you wanted to that. do with them yeah because yeah, yeah. um i didn't know what you if you were like saving you know that event for something because you didn't release anything about that event not yet, yet. Right? oh okay. man i'm really yeah. dragging my feet on that oh yeah see yeah i mean this is it this is the last this is the final word so it's kind of like I, I recorded and scrapped a couple of monologues, uh, mm. and I, I might just let it speak for itself and put yeah. it out because I have to put it out next week. I got to get on to other things. And yeah, get that behind me. Yeah, it's tough. I can understand that. Yeah. Be like, uh, how do you, how do you properly vocalize your thoughts about the last twelve fucking years? Mm. I might just go bye. <laughs> yeah, bye. Mm-hmm. All right, bye. Short but sweet. Yeah. Well. 
It was it was that, and uh, you know, so I put together an intro of some of the young voices that I really like, and I'll you know I'll get it out there soon. Yeah, I saw a movie so, I might like to talk about for a minute or two. Was, was it filmed in Pittsburgh? No, then I don't care. Mm. <laughs> what was the movie? Pittsburgh lover. Pittsburgh lover. You're a lover. We know you're a lover, James. Yeah. What do you? The, I need the thing. I need the music. <laughs> oh. I'm hey, somebody. I'm not... Somebody needs to go after James here. I might. I uh, maybe I should just say new Give topic. Give him my phone number. New topic. Yeah. yeah. That, would, that would that would help. Just scream how new about, topic. How about your secure email? So <laughs> it's more secure now. <laughs> So, I saw that Many Saints of Newark movie. Have you heard about this? I have heard about it, yeah. Have you seen it? No, because I don't give a shit about... Weren't you a Sopranos, Sopranos. person? No. No? Not at all. Never mind. Fucking, I fell asleep two you nights in a row. by uh, the men of this world. Thank you. See, women out have... there? But you got to be careful. <laughs> is it like, is the Sopranos so popular or something? Yes. Yeah. I mean, it was I know it was popular. Every, but... A lot of... It's up there with Game of Thrones. Yeah, it's no, very, yeah. very popular. I mean, what are the most popular TV shows that are like serious Seinfeld. TV shows? Oh. Seinfeld yeah, is Seinfeld. another. But like ep- the epic TV shows, the dramas. Uh, Dallas? Does that count? Grey's Anatomy. I, don't know. I think that might be in a different <laughs> league. Like, this is a, These things are like a league of their own. So I would say The, the Sopranos. Sopranos and Game of Thrones are... I can't even think of many other shows that are competitive, but I don't know a lot about television. So anyway... Yeah. It's the prequel to The Sopranos, and it's just right. Tony Soprano growing up. Fell asleep 40 minutes in the first night, 30 minutes in the next <laughs> night. Uh, and then I I, I still no, I still don't even know how it ends. But I, I mean, Tony lives because he goes on to be in The Sopranos. But, yeah, yeah, so I know, yeah. Um, it's got all the people in it when they were younger, and it just was felt real thrown together and really bland. I think it's a cash grab, like just fan service. But it got me into watching videos about James Gandolfini and feeling really emotional, like he was a real mm. special guy. Really? Yeah. He How died so? so young. Is he just an actor? He is, but he's just like he was. He, he was so passionate about what he did. And one of the mm. things I didn't realize is like what a stretch that role was for him. He's so different mm. from that guy that he played. And I probably told the story on the show that he walked into a convenience store that I worked at in the year two thousand. I was in I think college. I remember that. Yeah. And he walked in and bought rolling papers. Oh, yeah. And he was like, what? <laughs> and I remember I thought his voice was weird because it didn't sound like Tony Soprano. <laughs> it sounded like a geek. Was so, the show on the air at that, that time? He's not that old. He's only 51. He, he was 51 when he died. Yeah. Mm. He was oh, kid. yeah. He died. He, he died 51. 10 years ago. So that's a kind of an extra thing is like he died. But I was like, wow, this is a really special man who did a, a lot and was very tortured in a lot of ways. But everyone loved him. And I just thought that was nice. Hmm. So mm. then I got into the whole DeCavalcanti crime family and started watching mafia documentaries. Oh, okay. Because the Sopranos based, based on the DeCavalcanti New Jersey Jesus, crime a- family. So I went on a real tear for a movie that I didn't like and didn't finish. <laughs> so I got to be more careful about my viewing what spirals. Yeah. I do the same thing sometimes. I'm like, how did I get here if I didn't even like this? Mm. Yeah. Well, sometimes you cannot like something, but like what it is about. Yeah, you, you know? find other things. Because then you you're, like. maybe you're hungry for something good about that subject. That's a great way to put like it. Actual... You're, you're obviously hungering for something because you yeah. keep hunkering down on it. That's it. I felt <laughs> unfulfilled. Yeah. Don't and I say need... that now. What, not about the film. And I needed <laughs> more. 
I needed more uh, Soprano and Tony uh, Soprano. Yeah. So I I had to supplement my viewing. Hmm. Still didn't yeah. even finish the movie. I, I, yeah, you weren't sat. You weren't quite satisfied. Obviously, if you kept falling asleep, so you were right. you were trying to you were grasping for strings of some type of intimacy with what you were thinking you'd be connecting with. Yeah. Oh, well, see, here's a reason that I wasn't probably too into The Sopranos, because first of all, it was on HBO, correct? Mm -hmm. So I never had cable, never had HBO, and there was no yeah. streaming services. This show came out from 99 to 2007. Oh, so those were busy years. I was in the you. army yeah. getting shot at and shit, so... Some of the a lot of stuff in that period kind of. What years were they again? Ninety nine to 07. Okay, and that's same for me. I was in college and I was um, married at the time, and we didn't ever buy. I never had cable at that time. Yeah, we never had. We didn't have Cable's streaming. Stupid. We got. I think for a while we might have gotten fucking DVDs in the mail. D D no, actually, <laughs> yeah. we didn't even do that. We went to the library and got DVDs. Wow, that's how you do it. That's how you do go it. Get free DVDs rented. It's your tax the... dollar, isn't it? Yeah, it so is. So there you go. In the library. I can yeah. support libraries, but they have probably gone. Man, I haven't been in a library like uh, twenty years. <laughs> I feel well, you like don't we even have to go much. Ago. When was the last time we, we were just in? A library. I go to libraries a lot more than you do. I think. but I want yeah. to see to these. I mean, Pittsburgh has these Carnegie libraries, though. That uh, yeah. I should go see some of them because from the outside, whew, what well, a library! Do you want to know? Never been on the inside of them. Though. Brett is a very lucky bastard. Sorry, mm. you're not a bastard. Uh, <laughs> What's he lucky about? Well, <laughs> he's lucky. Uh, okay, so he lives. Is it okay to say about your current my address? Yeah, yeah no, give no, out his uh, yeah, address, no, phone not number, going social, there. password to his email. <laughs> yeah. uh, I look the other way when he inputs that kind of stuff to be kind to anyone. Yeah, yeah, so it's it's the, it's the right thing to do, you know. What if Gabriella hacked you? <laughs> well, my I've webmaster, crypto. my webmaster, who doesn't, who's not a fan <laughs> of the uh, the Jews. Who oh, God. Um, I thought he was one step away from blaming them. <laughs> oh. Because he went, I don't know, man, this seems intentional. He's, he's like, this seems like somebody oh, was, this seems like Blame somebody was targeting Jews. you. Well, it's well, possible. Maybe. You're all, you know, it is possible, but I highly doubtful, right? I mean, well, well you never know. You're kind of, you know, mm. we're like a somewhat public figure, so to speak. Mm -hmm. We tell stories and put it out there to the internet where anybody can find it. So, you never know. Yeah. But most of the shows, like, we don't mention this very often, but uh, you only get, like, if you're a freeloader, you only get, like, the last 10 shows. Yep. So oh, my you God. Listen, if you want to hear to the archives where Brett gives out his number all the time, you got to sign up, portmanshadow.com slash VIP. Yeah, mm -hmm. I talk about all my accounts. So Wait, so uh, <laughs> Brett moved into an Airbnb. What was an Airbnb? So there was a lot, like we were talking about all those, uh, the plethora of blankets. Oh, do you think it's bugged? So no, no. What was amazing is he got to watch this movie He because HBO Max is on the TV. You know, like that's like a great, like extra expensive service. Yeah. So is. he's able to watch. You got a TV? The TV was already there, and it Everything's has, already there. It has Netflix. Are you just living at an Airbnb? <laughs> yes. Oh, 
I well, thought you no. had an apartment. No, he in. has an apartment. It he, is. He's not that rich. But it was. No, no, no. I'm not living. Yeah, he's I'm not, not playing like not, a thousand you're not paying, a week. You're definitely not that rich. <laughs> Three hundred dollars a night. He, he's not a thousand dollars a week. Yeah, because that that. <laughs> yeah, it used to be an Airbnb, so he. Remember gets when HBO? we met and you looked at my car and you went, "Wow, you're rich." And I no, went, not that rich. I did not say that. I, that's I a said joke that because you, <laughs> I said that you said every woman looks at that car and says you look rich. I looked at that no, no, car. no, no, no. I didn't say anybody looked at the car and said I looked rich. But I, I, I said on Portman Show before but, that. I was out on a date with some woman. This was like 2018. And no, she you goes, said it more than once. Did yeah, yes, say it that? happened more than once. People that women that. complimented the car. And I went, all right, idiot. It's a rebadged Ford Taurus. Well, right. yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a nice car, but it's not that nice. I never thought of it. I mean, I thought it was old. To me, it was like grandpa car yeah. a little bit. You know, it was, it was cool. It's a Lincoln. That's kind it's of a grandpa cool. car. It, it's or, cool, but it's not oh, like... That's how you get in with the, the barbecue guys. Yeah. You got a Lincoln... You like barbecue? It is definitely a, mm. an urban, yeah, urban scene. Magnet. The urban fellas like those Lincolns. I've heard. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that too. Yeah, I've seen it. Uh, wait, so so he gets HBO Max for free. Nice. And uh, he can watch movies that are released right now, like Cry Macho, starring Clint, ninety-one-year-old Clint Eastwood. Like, oh, watch. that's the latest Clint Eastwood movie. Yeah. Huh. Mm. That he acts in. He sounds very strange. Jesus. He, mm, he's he does. acting still at 91. And he directed it too. Yeah. Is How he a robot? Is he old? Is That's he old thing. man? It seemed like the trailer was a little bit. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Old man is Clint Eastwood. Sorry, old the trailer. Old man looked... and new man. Was the trailer good or bad? I, I didn't get it because mm. I think I just, I didn't, I just didn't get I didn't get it. I didn't get it. It was a very simple thing, and I didn't get it because his voice was monotone. All, I was just all I could see was his voice being monotone. He's befriending a Mexican. All of okay, his, his great. last movies. <laughs> That's oh, a lovely thing. No, yeah. I'm wrong. The last movie I saw that involved Mexicans was. Um, you diss those guys. The other, the other actor that does all of the action movies, Liam Neeson's. Hmm. He was in a movie recently, I think came out last year. He played a Mexican? He played a guy like uh, that lived on the border and hmm. he got involved with like the you know drug cartel and this Mexican family trying to escape Mexico and hmm. And then uh I thought it was Clint Eastwood because Clint Eastwood seems to be making a lot of movies lately like he did the one where he was the old man that became the drug runner. Hmm. Remember that one? I forget what that one's mm-hmm. called, but he like he started, you know, trafficking drugs. And he never got pulled over because he was like 90 years old. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And then the uh, mule. The Why mule, do I yeah. think Paul Newman is Clint Eastwood sometimes? Well, that kind of one's dead. <laughs> so, but uh, one's yeah, they're kind of similar actors. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, they both really stretch their careers out. That's for sure. Except one yeah. does food, right? What? Well, I mean, Paul Newman made salad dressing and he then makes, he died. He so he doesn't, make, he doesn't he make the popcorn. dressing anymore. It's not just... I never even get that. Oh, it's oh, popcorn. His brand's everywhere. Yeah. Right? Popcorn. Dressing. Newman brand everything. Does he still give profits to the charities or whatever the fuck? Somebody else bought it. I know. I don't know no, about Kraft, that. Kraft Foods I probably so. owns it. <laughs> They're using slave labor to make your ranch. Well, so that's how he watches it anyway. Mm. Yeah. That's pretty neat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I got uh, streaming services. That was a nice perk. Plus furniture, linens, fucking paper towels. 
Even though I had <laughs> yeah, there were trash bags, yeah. aluminum foil. You've got all cookware. these to go cups for like guests. If you have five to go cups, yeah, like for coffee and yeah. stuff. Yeah, tons of foil. Never had to buy any kind of cleaning product. I'm surprised. They didn't get rid of it all, right? I yeah, would have saved well, my money and taken it all out. I mean, yeah. it makes sense. It's perfect. So they didn't have to move furniture, and neither did you. And the guy yeah. loves me. Oh, does he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he doesn't really like a lot of the people. Like Not like that. No. He's a nice guy, though. <laughs> uh, Not like that. What you, worked for the government. Yeah, federal. Uh-oh. I told him when we met, we had a really nice conversation, and I asked him what he did, and he said, I work for this branch of the government. And I said, uh, okay, bye. I do a lot of work that you might find to be anti-government. <laughs> and I just want to let you know that up front so I'm not living here for three months and then you find out. Yeah. Because I wanted a handshake Craig, to rape. you know? I yeah. wanted a friend. I wanted somebody I was going to get along with, somebody who could depend on me and somebody mm-hmm. I, in turn, could depend on as well. Yeah. I think that's an important relationship. And then he bugged your house. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and he worked in... Uh, oh, I shouldn't say too No, much. you shouldn't. If he tries to convince you to do a terrorist act, don't. Don't mm-hmm. accept any bombs or money. The first number in his phone number is three. <laughs> oh, well, at least it's not the first three that you gave out. Mm. Well, I, this would be a good place to, to oh, end. I mean, that's 56 and minutes of a second half. Yeah. Uh, any final word from the chat? Let's see. Ooh. Somebody says mule. Oh, yeah. Somebody that. said that I was in command a long oh. time ago. Thank you, Carrie. In command of a room. That's my mother. That uh, I like that too. My Where's mother your likes mother? Clint Eastwood. Hmm? Where's your mom? Your mom's on there. Yeah. Oh, which she's one is apparently she? listening on. She's Bird Girl. Mule. Yeah. Man, I bet she would have helped out with this uh, Kodiak bird. I know. Around. Why does she go? It's interesting. She goes by Bird Girl. She's a lover of birds. She's a very, very avid bird watcher. Yes. Oh. Huh. She would have watched that fucking bird fly around for days. Oh, how nice. Eric says, and we have come full circle in the second half, yeah, salad think... to salad. <laughs> what does, what that, does that mean? mean? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Did we? Oh, because we talked about salad dressing. Oh, The break yeah. started with salad, and we ended with Paul Newman's salad dressing. <laughs> well, unless somebody says something really witty involving poop in the next 60 seconds, <laughs> that might be the title of the show. Well, that's not that cool, is it? So salad now, is salad. I'm playing with the poop. I kind of like that. It's kind of like mildly salad. sexual in a weird way. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. What? Well, Andrew, Salads. we hope that you're well. We're thinking of you, Mazel Tov. Yeah, we were gonna not mention that during the whole show. Oh, we're, you already? Oh, you thought yeah, you did? Yeah, we finished. Yeah. No, but I thought you did a while back. Remember, and people wrote something. Yeah, that was during the break. That wasn't during the recording oh. of the show. Okay. Well, <laughs> we can wish it we did, well. We Do we say, want to give it away now? Say, it's the end of the show. No, we don't need to. I, that wasn't really yeah, meant to be. To, he has to tell it. All I'm saying is that he's not here. We know that. So I'm not saying anything else other than that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he's dead. He's not here, and we don't uh, wish ill upon him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we wish the opposite, is what I'm saying. We wish. Yeah. We wish him next a week. Jubilation. <laughs> this afternoon. A jubilee. A jubilee. Yeah. <laughs> Jubilee of life. All right. Poormanshow.com slash VIP. And uh, that counts as a show. Thanks, Gabrielle, for coming out and hanging out. Filling in the Thank third you. seat. Thanks, Brett, for working the uh, the live stream and all that oh, shit. Oh, I love it. I'd love Thank to be everybody a substitute. In the chat. I like being substitute. Substitute teacher? Substitute host? Yeah. No, right, I don't bye. know about host. That wasn't a good ending. Bye! Bye! <laughs>